Zone. I got lights in this bitch. Turn me up, some cruise. Jimmy, this bitch. L's in this bitch. What's up? Uh. I bought the Richie for a quarter, but I sold it for a nickel. Hold on, let me hit the blind. I'm bringing real niggas home. Shit, I'm the realest. It's official. Yeah. Uh. When I start stressing, I get bored. Might spend a million. That shit tickle. On the three-way, me and slow. He called L's and we both pickle in the cell, but you can't tell that we in the jail because we don't feel no pain unless them kids say in vain that I miss you. If you my dog, I'm trying to put you on the shit that I'm on. Super drippy, made the padded master kicks, got on. Told him to send me automatic, ain't no pushing me, dog. Time bomb, niggas ticking me off. Look at the skyline, front of penthouse, like Walt Disney, dog. Send it to the mall and tell her get some DR. Made a text her best friend, she said he Christian me, y'all. The crazy part about it, that wasn't shit to me, y'all. Shit, I've been winning a long time, I know they sick of me, y'all. Got me switching up my flow again, switching up my hoe again. Everybody been changing, got me switching up my bro again. My dog did his bit, he came back home, he switched this pole again. And I ain't even want to tell him to slide, he trying to go again. Once he got active, I said, go again. Yeah, can't get my tactics, I'm not average, all I know is win. Total blowout, it's like all the 10. Yeah. And this is just pain when you riding through the trenches, bulletproof all on the range. This is just pain. Loving on the bitch you claim, knowing some rich niggas hit. It'll never be the same. This is just pain. This is just pain. When do some shit about this money, I seen some niggas change. It's just pain. A million on the richer than this plane. And it's crazy, I never checked the time, and now I spent some frames. These Cartiers. I want your bitch, and I just call her here. We all in here. Ask about me and Stylus, I used to ball in there. Shit, I've been throwing papers since Bernice was going hard in here. No kissing. Yeah. It's just the bitches, more money, more riches. Cops get behind us, we start taking all switches. Niggas being nice, we don't be in y'all business. Shit, how you think we always end up being in y'all bitches? This is the same feeling that you get like when you a kid on Christmas. I just knocked down a little slab and I was on a hit list And I ain't been rapping, I been trapping, trying to learn my business They thought I fell off, but they were low I gotta keep my name worth more than money and gold And remain humble around my people, the song spoil my soul And I keep my dreams before the fame and all these spoil your little hoes Cause I got two sons that's kings and they like spoil your little bros And they want everything they call, I buy, order them clothes You gotta watch for everything, they'll die to spoil your ghost And I be polying with people that got the word of control Cause they know I got the influence, you can feel in your soul This is culture currency Money shit don't never worry me Gotta have my chop in front of this bitch This shit been getting embarrassing She seen me cuddle with my stick Say, boy, you need some therapy And I can't lie, I probably do Cause I still had dreams And niggas air me It ain't no fuck fair me I let bad bitches fuck share me And they love it clearly Used to fit 80 in them pockets Now we double married Cause I just cook the culinary up Like I know culinary Yeah And this is Spencer pain When you riding through the trenches Bulletproof all on the range This is Spencer pain Loving on the bitch you claim Knowing some rich niggas hit it It'll never be the same. This is Spencer pain. This is Spencer pain. When do some shit about this money, I seen some niggas change. Spencer pain. A million on the richer than this plane. And it's crazy, I never checked the time. And now I spent some frames these Cartiers. I want your bitch and I just call her here. We all in here. Ask about me and Starless. I used to ball in there. Hey, that girl right there. I can see it in her eye. She's a dream chaser. <laughs> we recording now, man. Blue, so man. black people disappointing you right now. Yeah, that's wow. the that's the disappointment. I'ma explain. Blue got us. He caught us a lot of flack for the half twin shit. Blue was goddamn in his bag talking about you know he don't give a fuck if they certified or not. They can't be saying they nigga. can't be saying the n word, bro. And you know we agreed with Blue. 
But obviously, the a people, lot of white kids on YouTube <laughs> <laughs> disagree. Some people spoke on YouTube, and they said them niggas more certified than Blue. Yeah. And all of us. They yeah. really were talking about Blue, though, because I titled the video around Blue. Yeah. <laughs> so, Blue, what you think about that, man? That shit, well, hold on. First of all. All praise to Jesus Christ. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> free Palestine. First of all, man, what you got to understand <laughs> free take is a. <laughs> I didn't go read the comments, so I don't know who said what. But if it's white people saying that these white people are more, are these, if it's white people saying that white people are blacker than me, then, I mean, there's really no conversation that needs to be had. Because <laughs> you a straight hood nigga. Yeah. I mean, because I'm a real nigga. Yeah. You know, so I can't sit here and debate a white person. Why I'm naturally blacker than the Hoff twins. You know what I mean? I don't think that conversation even need to be had. A lot blacker, nigga. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell them niggas, tell them niggas put you and the Hoff twins in the room and turn off the light. <laughs> let's see let's see who we can Bruh. see. All right, hey, time out. So one thing we're not going to do is you're not going to make black jokes. Especially when we're having a conversation. I'm being dead ass. Especially no, we're not going to black jokes. Especially when we got having a conversation. Uh, a race conversation. You feel me? Why is that? That set our people back. That's the most coonish shit you can do. Make black jokes. Yeah, especially when we having a race. Damn, conversation. we starting it off with this shit. That shit lame as fuck. Super woke. And no, God, that damn. shit. No, no, no. Ain't no woke. What you just did is lame. <laughs> the they did call us lame in the comments too. So yeah. So and, blue. So blue right. And I'm a I'm a self renowned pronoun. Lame nigga. I, I like being a lame nigga. You know what I'm saying? I have no yeah. problem with being a lame nigga. I have no problem with being a square. It's fun. You know what I'm saying? Like, being a cool nigga is kind of hard. You, you you know, being a cool nigga, you got to actually, like, care about some shit. You know what I'm saying? Care about your perception. Care about the the drip and the swag and all that type shit. Yeah, I was talking to somebody about you know that what I'm saying? last night. Yeah, that it's shit like, it's annoying too, as hell. It's just, I, I don't want to be cool. That shit fucking whack as fuck. Because I was thinking about like when I was like 20, 21 and shit, and I used to go to the mall and get all the J's that came out. Yeah. And Ciroc had just came out. So everywhere I went, I made sure I had two bottles of Ciroc in my hand. Mm-hmm. Like that shit, that shit's stupid. Yeah. Especially those days that you go home with no pussy. That shit's stupid as fuck. You wasted all that damn time. You could have just been having fun. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, and that's what, I don't know how old I was when I realized like, why you always want to try to be cool? Like, nigga, just have fun. Whatever you doing. And you'll see me in the weirdest environments with the weirdest people, but I'm having fucking fun. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm elated. I'm having the most fun of my life. You know what I'm saying? Being a cool nigga is kind of hard sometimes. It, you can be cool and have fun, but the coolness is just another added layer to your life where you got to worry about some shit. I don't want to be that type nigga. You know to what I'm saying? To be honest, too, bro, I ain't, I ain't never worried about being cool or none of that nah, shit. Public perception is just stupid. Like, People gonna say what they gonna say regardless. You think about high school times when motherfuckers used to be talking about who popular and who not popular. Yeah, like that was the weirdest shit. Yeah, like who yeah. gives a fuck, nigga? Yeah, that was weird. Those were weird times because like it's half, a different hierarchy. Yeah, half the <laughs> half the people I knew thought I was the coolest motherfucker on earth, and half the other motherfuckers I knew thought I was the lamest nigga on earth. Yeah, so it's like you know, at that point, I just didn't give a fuck. I just started hanging out whoever See, I wanted to. I, dog, I'm glad we own this too. Um, I was gonna say when I was young, but to this day too, 
the niggas that I think is lame is the niggas that don't know who the fuck they is. Mm-hmm. Are niggas that be acting like bitches, bro? Nowadays, a lot of niggas act like bitches, bro. That's the cool thing to do now, though. Bro, like, no lie, bro. I was on Instagram yesterday, and I seen four niggas in a row, and I'm not exaggerating. I seen four niggas in a row in the camera looking side to side talking about how great their skin look. Oh, yeah, that's, well, I don't know. Is I don't know. That's a whole other no, conversation. No, bro, it's a real thin line between self-care and being a bitch. Well, yeah, it's it. That's a whole nother conversation, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Bitch-ass niggas. Yeah. Anyway, man, another episode of Sit Down with Slim, man. Um, We should go ahead and address the elephant in the room. Yeah. Sober October was an epic fail, bro. (laughs) Nah, here's the thing, bro. Here's the thing. All right. All right. I'm going to give my take on Sober October. You get your take on Sober October. All right. I'll let you go first. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, Nah, we good on blue tape. Go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> I went I went seven days strong I had a good ass week Just started a brand new job Good ass job A lot of shit happened this weekend man And I was just like On Friday night I just felt so good I was in high spirits I know this is going to be a great job I know I'm going to have fun doing this job And I was just like man I text you and I was like bro Like bro I just I had a long week I just want to have a beer, bro. You know what I'm saying? After seven days of not drinking and, you know, niggas was upset. But I was like, man, fuck it. Shit just going too good to not celebrate. You know what I'm saying? So I was just like, man, fuck it, bro. And I had three IPAs. And you know what that is, what you just did? What? You did one of them shits where, like, girls be like, oh, it's my um ex-best friend's uh, gay best friend's birthday. We about to turn up. I got to go out. I got to. Is that, what I, is that what I did? That's what you did. Fuck. You just made a reason, though. I but I always make reasons to fucking drink, bro. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying. But the thing is, is like, all right, I fucked up. But at the end of the day, I said Monday I'm getting back on the horse. You know what I'm saying? It's not like it's not completely a failure to me. Nah, it's still you know if I leave this month with better drinking habits, was it a failure? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Nah. It was. It's a super. If failure. I leave, if, if if I leave out this month and I'm only drinking one or two days a week, that wasn't a failure to me. That's a failure. It depends on how long you keep it up. That's the what key I'm saying. Is consistency. That's you what I'm know saying. What I mean? So, so like if I keep that habit going into November, December next year, was it really a failure? Nah. Yes. Nah. What? Now nah, let me tell it my side. On, of the story, yeah, it depends. Man. This is my side of the story. First off, Blue never started. So I'm going to just leave that alone. Blue never started. Uh, somebody hit me up yesterday and was like, did this nigga Blue really ask, can you drink during Sober October? And I was like, yeah, he asked that. And they was like, yeah, I know Blue ain't even participate. I said, nigga, Blue ain't participate. Nah, I'm, I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm not even going to goddamn throw Blue out there like that. Blue participated day one. He did. Mm. He didn't drink. He didn't smoke. None of that shit. Day two is where shit got shaky. <laughs> <laughs> but he was pretending like he was still participating. Yeah. But it got a little shaky. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You remember I had went out of town. So when I had went out of town, goddamn, I kept asking Blue. I said, Blue, what you got going on? And he was ignoring me. But I had I already knew what time it was. My brother told me. Yeah. And I said, yeah, this nigga Blue is out of here. Then came back. My nigga Blue had an empty bottle of goddamn tequila. <laughs> Had him a good ass weekend, <laughs> got wild. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Had him a good weekend, got wild, bro. And I was like, cool, blue not participating. Yeah. 
Friday comes. Blue light, man, you trying to get some food? I'm like, yeah, we go to this Mexican spot. Oh, yeah, let me get the big-ass jumbo grande goddamn Texas margarita motherfucker. <laughs> uh, matter of fact, let me get another one. Yeah. Blue getting wild. Guess what I'm drinking the whole time? What? Sweet tea. Sweet tea. I know the feeling, bro. And then Blue don't even notice till we leave, and he like, damn, bro, you really drinking sweet tea the whole time? I'm like, yeah, bro. I felt lame as hell. And then I'm skipping all the other times I've been out to eat and ain't getting nothing to drink. Bro, when I was 19 years old, I would go out to eat with my mama and still order beers. That was the first time in my life I went and got some food and didn't order no beer. Yeah. I felt lame as hell. So then that's when you got down, come over this bitch with the hangover. Like, yeah, bro, I got drunk as hell last night. And I just felt so disgusted. I told Blue, I said, I feel like I have no friends, bro. Like, if it's wartime, I have nobody to go to war with me. <laughs> you got that shit. Like, nobody is on my side. I'm the only one Man, that's I had been a in good this ass sober week. as fuck. I had a good-ass week, bro. I had to fucking celebrate, bro. See, that shit lame. We supposed to thug it out to the end, bro. And it's I crazy. Mean, bro, first time I ever did Sober October was with Rello, bro. And Rello, I ain't gonna lie, Rello made it like a week and a half. Mm-hmm. He made it a little bit longer than you. And then he came to me like, Slim, I ain't gonna lie, bro. Went to the club last night and got a bottle of Hennessy and <laughs> wrote up a couple blunts, bro. I'm sorry, yeah. bro. I just had to do it, bro. I just couldn't be in the club just not drinking and smoking, bro. I just couldn't do it. And I was just like, damn. And I, like, I thugged it out, bro. Yeah. I still just was like, fuck it. But this time, I was so hurt yesterday. I said, fuck that. When it got me a six-pack of beer. Yeah. Lit me up a stogie. Got down for the fight. Went to grab me a bottle of tequila. And that's another thing, bro. Like, this weekend was kind of lit. Yeah. You had the Fury Wilder fight. Like, and that's what we're, that's why we say Sober October. That's the, the most daunting thing about Sober October. Yeah, it's so much shit going on. So much shit always Fights, happens. football, all that shit. Football, and, basketball, baseball. And Deontay Wilder fight. We might as well just go ahead and get into that since you brought it up. We can just segue right into that. Um, you ain't watched the fight, did you? Because you go to sleep early as fuck. Uh, I might have caught the first few rounds. They were very the first few rounds were like action packed. Yeah, uh, rounds one through like five or six. Yeah, um, a lot of knockdowns in the first few rounds. Deontay Wilder looked real good the first two rounds. I'm telling you, bro. Like here's the thing. Think so. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Oh, most people don't know shit about boxing. <laughs> you got this shit. <laughs> here's the thing, though, bro. Yeah. Tyson Fury is just so fucking big, bro. Like yeah. you could tell, like. When he weigh, he he's throwing that three hundred pounds of weight on yeah. you. Oh yeah, you got to carry that for twelve rounds. Not yeah. only your own weight. He kept uh, Wilder kept trying to take the knee because that weight was getting to his. Yeah, three hundred sixty six pounds is a lot. He bro. was three sixty. No, he was he was two seventy seven. Okay, two seventy seven. Okay, okay. So three hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Blue, then, how the hell you was watching the uh, fight? Because I was shocked you was even watching it. Oh, you know they played at the club. Oh, okay. The club yeah. you was working at. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna tell you this for me watching the fight, man, and I and I put in the group takes. That nigga Wilder was getting watched from round one. Mm. No, you got that super shit. He nah. won, bro. The judges' scorecard had him winning the first two rounds. I ain't gonna lie, I thought round two was kind of a draw, but mm-hmm. the the uh, judges' scorecard had him winning the first two rounds. Mm-hmm. I remember looking at that. He was chart. working at jab. I he remember, never he never uses a jab. Yeah, he working at jab that left jab. Mm-hmm. Jab but to see, the body. that's the issue. He's so fucking predictable. He works that left jab, trying to uh, set up that uh, that right hand, that big right. Yeah, and it's like, bro, we know that's coming, bro. Like that's been your it, thing all this time. We it, know, it's but coming. it works. 
It works. But the thing yeah. is, I don't want people to think, like, because now you didn't see him get beat by the greatest heavyweight on the planet twice. Mm-hmm. And now I hear a lot of talking niggas being like, oh, that nigga trash. He can't box. This nigga murked 40-something niggas he's, before. He's never lost other than against that person. That's what I'm saying. He didn't murk 40-something yeah. niggas. But let me tell y'all something, though, bro. His run was bound to come to an end. And I understand all that shit you just said, Big King. That shit was real cute. What and you I mean? feel it. That nigga can't box, bro. Bro, he can box. Bro, his oh, yeah. boxing, his boxing style is disgusting, bro. Like it don't. He literally if it works, it works. But he literally has minimum skills, bro. Minimum skills. If it works, that's the same thing. Like people used to say about yeah, Roy Jones a, um, and shit, bro. He's a he's a knockout artist, bro. That's yeah, what he is. He's a knockout artist. If you can beat forty something men, yeah, you can box. You Bruh, can box. It was like three fights in a row. Where he almost lost and he just knocked the nigga ass out in like the eighth round. All right. When we're talking about when it goes point to point, he probably won't win a fight if it's all points. You know what I'm yeah, saying? For sure. If it goes That's to the scorecards. But at the end of the day, I won't say a man who can't box that's yeah, you that's can't, killing you can't be undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. Other than him and I feel you. That is a strong. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Because it's a lot of niggas out there. Can that's... I say that he has a lackluster skill set? Can I say that? You can say that. Okay. But the thing is, I've seen I've seen him box other people. The thing is, he just looks terrible against Tyson Fury because Tyson Fury's so good. Yeah. And I don't even like saying this because I'm not a I'm not a big fan of the whole How you felt about that uh that um uh, ring entry? What you mean? The witch shit. Did you see that? Oh, he be having the African shit on all the time. He do that type shit. Who do? Um you talking about Wilder, right? Nah, I'm talking about Oh, you talking about Gypsy King? Yeah. I don't know. That witch shit, that shit he was doing. I ain't see that. Nah, Wilder came out with uh, Loaded Lux. That's Loaded Lux, right? The battle know. rapper? Yeah, he came out with the battle rapper Loaded Lux. And um, I don't know. I didn't get it. Yeah. I didn't understand it. He should have came out with a preacher. <laughs> what? He should have came out with a preacher. Why? He, need, he needed some prayer for that fight. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but uh, I ain't going to lie, though. And this is the big thing that I got to get that nigga, though, bro. Bro, it takes a lot of heart. To be in that bitch dazed as fuck, just going with the motions and trying to leave it all out there, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have been through the talent, bro. I'm going to be honest. I would have threw the talent two rounds before he got knocked <sighs> out. But he made sure he put it all out there yeah. and he left that bitch on the canvas. And I, I knew that was the only way he was going to win. Because I ain't going to lie, bro. I don't care what y'all say. Uh, Tyson Fury had him. Throughout that whole fight, you know what I mean. Don't get he, me. He, he, he outboxed Wilder, him. He outboxed Wilder, him. Yeah, Wilder got a couple good licks in, and you could tell that you know the few licks he he got in did hurt Tyson. Blue, mm-hmm. but you say he had him throughout the whole fight. He knocked him down two times in one round. Yeah, in the fourth round. Which, so what you mean? So he had him the whole fight. What? And like I said, the majority he, he was, of the fight. Bro, he was up. He was up in the fifth round. Now the sixth round is oh, he when was never up. he was never up. Yes, he was. He they, had two they, kept, they kept the scorecard on that bitch. Well, how about this? Like I, like I said, oh, you talking about the uh, the hits landed? Do that shit don't matter. It do matter. It do matter. <laughs> no, it don't. As you, well, it do matter. I'm gonna tell you why. Because that nigga landed like 30 or 40 more punches, and he did knock uh, water out. So it does matter. You know. So what I'm so how much? See, most people don't know shit about boxing. I'm not. I'm not talking. How about, much do you think a knockdown? I'm not points, talking about uh, scores compared to hits landed. I'm not talking about points. I'm talking about fights. If you punch, if you fighting somebody and you landing more punches, more than likely you're gonna win that fight. That's what I'm talking about. And like I said. That's not true. Like I said, uh, Wilder, he got, like I said, he, he got he got some good licks in. You could tell, like I said, they did hurt. Like you said, he got a couple knockdowns in. But overall, bro, I was watching that fight. Overall, 
Fear was washing his ass throughout Blue, the fight. you saying he got a couple knockdowns in, like, yeah, he just got a couple knockdowns knockdowns in. That's a big deal, Blue. Yeah. What I'm, what That's I'm, what has you up. Bro, Blue, after after five rounds, Wilder was up. Mm-hmm. What I'm he telling, was up 3-2. What I'm telling you was, bro, I could tell after the third or fourth round that unless Wilder knocked Fury out, like unless he just knocked them out, you know what I'm saying, just caught him with a good punch, I could tell he was going to lose that fight. Like because I said, like I said in the group message, like he can watch. We understand that Fury is the better technical boxer, though. And like if you're watching it from that standpoint, the thing, is, the thing about what's going on in front of you is you're watching a fucking fight. So anything can happen. You know, you know what I'm saying? So like... I, you know, and uh, Wilder carries that power through all 12 rounds. It's not like he fades. He can knock you out in the 12 round, 10 seconds left. Big yeah. King, you know you what know I don't like about so, Blue's take, though? What? Nigga, we sat in this bitch watching the pre-fight shit, the weigh-in, all that shit. And I was like, yeah, that nigga going to beat Tyson. I mean, uh, that nigga going to beat Wilder the fuck up. And Blue was team Wilder. And now he on the pod talking about, yeah, I knew he was gonna lose. <laughs> no, no, I hate when niggas yeah, do that. No, no. But yeah, keep it a buck, blue. Yeah. You said you a real nigga. Keep it a buck. Yeah, I am a real nigga. So yeah, I was. I did before the fight. I was team Wilder. Now watching the fight, I just knew who was gonna win. You feel me? Like I can shit y'all yeah. niggas. Y'all yeah. niggas root for the Falcons. Y'all team Falcons, but y'all niggas know they gonna lose. You know what I'm saying? Oh, but I knew. I knew Tyson Fury was gonna win. Yeah. Okay. I, just I mean, deep down, deep down, we all bad, bad. we all kind of did, but this is this is the worst part. I don't care what you say. Deontay Wilder is obviously the second greatest boxer on the planet right now. Yeah, heavyweight. I agree. I don't. You could put him up against any other Anthony Joshua. I don't want to see them niggas fight again, though. Huh? I don't want to see them niggas fight again. Nah, because it's now it's just it's demoralizing to me because he's just beating you up. Yeah, because yeah. the thing is, is like I'm a big proponent of black athletes winning over white athletes. I know that's a little racist. <laughs> see, it's funny. I was watching the fight with <clears throat> Stino last night, and I said I hate when y'all niggas do that. No, I hate the when thing y'all is, make boxing a white versus black. Thing. It is. It's always been because since the beginning of the no, time, no, it's been American versus Mexican thing. No, like I'm talking about early days of boxing. I'm talking about like oh, okay. early 1900s. The idea of the great white hope always having a white champion in the heavyweight division. That's been a thing. Okay, and so because that's what they used to do when people like Jack Johnson. Uh, early 1900s boxer, one of the greatest boxers of all time, dark-skinned-ass nigga from Arlington, Texas, um, used to beat the shit out of white boys. And yeah. they were always trying to find the next guy who could take him out so they could reestablish white male dominance uh, over black people. They they never liked having black champions. You know what I'm saying? And that's why every time you hear the phrase great white hope is because white people are always looking for another you know, male, white male to dominate that heavyweight division, which is the money division. And, you know, kind of, it's just a symbol. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I never, like, I don't care. Tyson Fury is the best boxer on the planet. I'll never root for him. You know what I'm saying? He's the best heavyweight on the planet. I would never root for him. Just because I I know what it means historically. I feel you on all that. I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. It would have been nice to see Wilder win because that fucking purse was $100 million. Was it? That that purse was $100 million. That bag was deep. Yeah. Damn. All that money so in that one night, nice, bro. All that money in one fight, yeah. And that's the thing, bro. Like imagine, when you watch, um, bro, imagine the day of a fight, you make a hundred and twenty-five million dollars, yeah. And then a month later, you get a big ass check deposited into your uh, bank account for the pay per view, and that motherfucker like another goddamn five, six million dollars, mm-hmm. just some play money. Like people don't even think about like, uh, 
Like why why do white people love Rocky so much? <laughs> because Some great white hope shit. That's why. You know, you know, he comes in and takes out uh what's his name? Apollo Creed. Yeah, Apollo Creed. Who is the nigga who who on top, who is the greatest boxer boxer on the planet in that movie? And then the white guy comes in and takes him out. Why you think fucking white people love Rocky, bro? Like it's just they always have this thing of like white male dominance in sports. That's why I, every time my friends but see Big King, I was about to say that I can't go with you on that because for some reason you just always have this argument because of Luka Doncic and mm-hmm. shit like that. I don't like. And it's I don't like, like, bro, I already told you, people like people that look like them. Yeah, but at the same time, it's different when you're it's different when you're oppressed versus oppressor. It, it to me never punch down. You know what I'm saying? I always yeah. punch up. If I'm white, all right, Luka Doncic might be my favorite basketball player. I'm not going to be so, like, on his dick about it. You know what I'm saying? And you know yeah. how my white friends are. And that's just how white boys is. They just – I don't know what it is. Like, LeBron can go out there every night, and, or Westbrook can go out there and literally average a triple-double, and they don't even flinch. Luka Doncic drops 30 points. Well, you know what? Triple-doubles are pretty overrated. Well, you can say that, but I'm just saying, like, niggas is doing phenomenal shit on a nightly basis. Yeah. You look through a James Harden and did some phenomenal shit. LeBron did some phenomenal shit. Fucking Steph Curry did some phenomenal shit. Luka Doncic has one 30-point game. He's on the front page of a newspaper. All the white boys are going crazy. That's just America. You know what I'm saying? Because we live in a, you know, a white-dominant uh, society. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like... I'm never I'm never a big proponent of that type shit, but like, especially with this fight shit, he's the better he's the better boxer. I'll give him that. But my dog, when he I feel like when Wilder goes out there and fights, he fighting for a, much more than what I feel like Tyson Fury is fighting for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a Ty- lot more. Tyson weight. just fighting for the chick. Yeah, he's just out there fighting. Really, if Tyson Fury wasn't boxing, because you know that nigga got mental issues and stuff, so it's like he didn't talk about killing himself several times. He said if he don't have boxing, he'd probably be dead. Like this is he just this is what he's doing to live, you know, mm-hmm. and he's just a he's been doing this since he was four years old. For real, you know, yeah, you know, Deontay Wilder didn't start boxing till he was nineteen. Damn, he been boxing since he was four. Mm-hmm. Nah, Tyson Fury been boxing since ten. Tyson Fury been boxing for a long time. Like That's they whole family, they, they said, come from a boxing family. So he grew up boxing. Yeah, yeah, he grew up with boxing. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I told you where that yeah. mentor that mentor make a huge difference. My dog, my dog Wilder was working at Budweiser before he started. Uh, yeah. He was just driving trucks for Budweiser. But, yeah. you know, uh, people get attracted to Wilder's story, too, and, and it is an amazing story. Yeah. You know, Wilder has a, a a girl that's mentally disabled mm-hmm. that he takes care of, and basically he started boxing to uh, try to, you know, basically help feed her mm-hmm. and take care of the things that needs to be taken care of with her because mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know the struggle that comes with taking care of somebody that's mentally disabled. Mm-hmm. And and another thing is, like... He got a daughter? Yeah. My dog, my dog didn't start boxing until he was 19 or whatever the hell. Then he goes, he's just a country nigga from Alabama who they this nigga got the power. Tessaloosa, too. Yeah. Not just Alabama, Tessaloosa. Yeah. And this nigga that's just not, got that's the, not a that's not a boxing town whatsoever. Nah. The the predominantly uh uh town uh boxing towns are Philly. Yeah, Philly is one. Um New York, yeah. LA, and it's like two more. Yeah. Nothing, nowhere even close to the South, though. Nah. Nowhere even close to the South. And, he, and he's a nigga from the South yeah. that's boxing. That's why and then we he used literally, to Roy Jones also. He literally goes to the Olympics and gets the bronze. This nigga ain't yeah. never boxed. Ain't never boxed. And then Got starts boxing. Metal. 
goes to the Olympics, gets the bronze medal. Like, he was born for this shit, too, just like uh, Tyson Fury, but, you know, later in life. All right. Last thing on this topic, though, we got to talk about this. How you feel about him not wanting to shake uh, Tyson Fury's hand at the end? I would be the same way. You can't tell me you want to kill me. You all this other stuff, and we and chit chat. Like I, I'm one of them type of person. I take it kind of personal. You know how people be in the press conferences and they just be talking shit just to get into somebody's head. Yeah. Like one of the, like people love Conor McGregor. You know I do. I would never like anything Conor ever said to me. He could never go back on, bro. Like I would literally be like Khabib trying to kill him in the ring. Like I would literally try to kill him. You have to peel me off of him. Yeah, you tripping? Nah, that's just straight up. Because that <laughs> at, at the end of the day, it's like. Big King, that's a violent sport, bro. Yeah, I know. And you're going to leave it all in the ring, but then don't afterwards come up and try to shake my hand like we cool or something. No, we enemies. We enemies for life. It's a sport, bro. <laughs> no. No, we not enemies. We it's enemies for life. You act like that's your ops. You are. It's a sport, bro. That's why that, that, that I always wonder, bro, like that boxing, that MMA, that shit like different. That's a different type of sport, man. Yeah. Yeah, but see. Y'all live out there fighting each other. That's why mm-hmm. also. I, you can leave I it all in the ring. people judge a fighter when they, when it, when they get in some, uh, you know, criminal issues. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, this is a fighter, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Some little shit might happen. Yeah, yeah. These niggas is crazy. Bitch, you you, you burnt my toast. Yeah. <laughs> he might got to slap his wife up there. But uh, <laughs> No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like, bro, that's to me, I'm a I'm a Khabib or a, a Deontay Wilder type nigga, bro. What you say to me can't be taken back. So you feel like fighting should just be all professional. You don't want to see none of WWE antics. I don't lo- I don't like any of the shit Connor does. I don't like any of the shit, the shit talking, the rah-rah shit. I don't like it. I, that's the worst part of it to me. That's my, and that's King, my favorite part. Basically, King said he ain't he 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 with all that shit talking. No, nah, yeah. Let's that's get my in the favorite ring. part. We'll leave it in lie. the ring. That's my favorite part. Now, when when people start talking about people's wives and kids and mm-hmm. shit, that's when it goes too far for me. And that's but, the type shit Connor does. Yeah. That's the type shit Fury does. That's the only reason why I feel you a little bit. Because yeah. when they be doing that type shit, I'll be like, yeah, I ain't really a fan of that shit. But yeah. the shit talking, I'm with that shit. Because I'm, I'm a, like, you gonna, we gonna fight. What are you doing? We're, we're gonna fight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's that's the thing to me. Like, why do we gotta do about this? it though? Him not shaking his hand at the end. Like I said, that, it's different, man. Because I'm I'm all in sports. I feel like in sports, you know, it's sports. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I do believe in having respect for the game, highly respect for the game. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I know boxing is different than any other sport. You know, I don't fight in sport because you actually out there fighting that person. And like you said, people certain words could get exchanged. Yeah. So. <laughs> It's hard for me to put myself in them shoes, man. I guess I just got to experience it to see exactly how I feel or what I'll do in that situation. Yeah. You not, to me, you not going to tell me you going to kill me. All this other shit. Talk hella shit about me. Then be beat my ass. My ass <laughs> yeah. And then come try to shake my hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say, are you out your fucking mind? Literally knock me out. Huh? Yeah. You just knock me out and you talking shit to my mama. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And now, out. That's some sensitive shit. No, man. no, no, it's not. Oh, because man. here's the thing. We could have had a cordial... Sporting match, bro. You're acting like it's the same situation as 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 uh the nigga getting beat up for telling the white boys not to say nigga. Yeah, it basically is. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. Because the thing is, this is the, this is the thing. Slim is a uh, uh, a renowned shit talker, right? I'm not. I'm not much of a shit talker. Yeah. So of course you're probably gonna be more pro shit talk. Then I'm gonna be pro shit talk because I don't like the shit talk. It's funny. 
When we get to a certain point, let's just fight. I don't like to talk. You know what I'm saying? Let's just get it out, see who's the better man, and then I we move you. on. I, I feel you, though, because I you think Khabib is boring as fuck. Yeah, a lot of people do. But I think he's super hardworking. That oh, yeah. Is, that shit is really inspirational. This nigga will take you down to the ground and beat you senseless. Yeah, that shit <laughs> is really And that's just his plan the whole time. He ain't going to be the nigga that's flashy and, you know, doing a super pretty. But the coolest thing that he does, though, is like when he be in fights and he be apologizing to people, he be like, I'm sorry, I have to beat the shit out of you. I have yeah. to do this for my legacy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I have to do this for my family. Exactly. <laughs> he be telling the nigga, you might as well quit. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. I need this. Yeah, like I you need You don't understand this. where I come from. I yeah. need this. That type shit. Yeah, that shit's real um, inspirational, bro. Yeah. Um, I, I do I do enjoy the uh, trash talking, though, from a fan point of view. Thank you, Blue. From a fan's point See, of view. See, Blue, we yeah. agree on some shit, bro. Big King got that shit, don't he? I mean, I, I say that. I, I say know. normally be y'all versus me. Now I say it's that. Me and Blue versus you, nigga. <laughs> I say that, but then my favorite MMA fighter is Israel Adesanya right now, the, the Nigerian guy, yeah. middleweight. The style. And he's a shit talker. Yeah, he's a shit talker. But he's oh, a skinny dude. He yeah. got six one, dark skin, look like Julio. He likes six four. Uh, yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, 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 hey. Don't bring up Julio. <laughs> <laughs> we all know what, what happens. <laughs> yeah, don't bring up Julio, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna let the people know the inside joke, but don't say but, uh, it again, Blue. <laughs> a lot of shit happened this week, though, bro. It went by kind of fast because I was just, you know, trying to figure out this job and shit. You know what I'm saying? All that shit. Some what else happened? Something, something. Oh, Chappelle special drop. Yeah, Chappelle special drop. Blue, what you thought? I I know you were saying. Hold on. You know, first off, first off, first off. What? Let's give a congratulations. My nigga Blue sat there and watched the special, bro. Good job. Bro. There you go, Blue. Blue, for the first time, you on the pod about to talk about some shit you actually that know you about. Seen. How do you, first off, before you can talk about Dave Chappelle, how do you feel about this about to be your first time talking about some shit you actually know about? <laughs> I feel pretty regular. <laughs> <laughs> he might as well not watch the shit. <laughs> I'm bullshit with you, Blue. What you thought about it for real, though? Uh, you know, Dave Chappelle, he a legend. Um, I ain't really laughed too much, but honestly, I haven't laughed too much at, at, at any stage. Blue, your ass was laughing. How many times? Give me uh, a count. I, I laughed a couple of times, but you know, I usually be probably like about five times. Probably about five times. Well, you know, Dave Chappelle specials aren't necessarily it's comedy, but people don't know that comedy doesn't have to be funny. Yeah. And more Did you know that, Blue? No, I didn't know that. More yeah. so if you look up the Oxford definition of comedy, it doesn't have to be funny. Yeah. Gotcha. But m- more so Chappelle's special are they're becoming more introspective, thoughtful. Um, spoken word type shit. Correct. You know what I'm saying? He, he and, and this like was the perfect activist, right? Yeah, now. he becoming more of a, a speaker rather than stand up. Yeah, he become more of a yeah. preacher. He in his preacher bag right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I thought I thought the special was funny. I laughed several times, but it all depends on your sense of humor. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna keep your wit with you. I almost pissed on myself like three times. Yeah, I was laughing like a mother. because the thing is, it's like it's my type of humor. Though. Depending on how witty you are. Yeah, it's like it's more it's more for witty comedy, like the type comedy that Blue would probably die to, like die laughing. It's probably like some Mike Epps type shit. Nah, Cat Williams, Cat Williams type oh, yeah, shit. Cat Williams funny as hell. That's what I'm yeah, saying. Cat Williams. But Dave so, Chappelle was funny as hell too, though. But he's grown and evolved into like. And, and what that's all, that's all telling something. I feel like same thing with music. A lot of times when you when you're doing something and yeah. you take an extended break, you lose that skill. Yeah, you were saying that. Then you watch that shit and change your whole take. <laughs> it's not necessarily yeah, losing losing a skill. You just start to key in on other things that you really want to talk about. Yeah, yeah I got you. I got you. I got you. you know what I'm saying? It's like 
he did the being the funniest man on earth. Like he did the being I'm the funniest nigga ever. I got the funniest show on TV. He got a great story also too though. Because yeah. when he first came out, he was that corny ass comedian that nobody mm-hmm. fucked with. Yeah. Like that had he was more of the, was whack as fuck. He was more of the white black yeah. comedian. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then Blue Street put him on for real. Yeah. Because you know Martin Lawrence was at the top of his game. Oh, yeah. But nobody fucked people with Martin forget, Lawrence back then. People forget about Martin, bro. Oh, Martin funny, nigga. Oh yeah. Martin, his stand ups. Come on, bro, bro. I was telling Blue my top three yesterday, and Blue gave me that shit bad as fuck because he was like, you know, uh, on a special day, Chappelle is like, some people consider me the GOAT. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like that was a real bold statement, but I like, mm-hmm. you know, he not the GOAT, but I'm going to keep it a buck. The way he going right now, mm-hmm. probably top three. Mm-hmm. And, Blue, you know, Blue was like, what's your top three? And I was like, probably prior. Uh, Eddie Murphy and then Dave Chappelle can take the spot and that nigga was like Eddie Murphy not funny and I said oh you ain't seen <laughs> you don't remember oh Eddie yeah, Murphy yeah you ain't seen Raw if yeah. you say Eddie Murphy ain't funny come on bro we was young as hell when Raw came out though. yeah we I got you. What, have y'all seen kids. the Kings of Comedy oh what? that is funny as hell hey, too. Don't, don't sleep but on he, them bro but he, he like you said your favorite said right Said you got Cedric Entertainment. He's funny yeah. Oh, you got that shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I ain't lying. Kings but, comedy was funny for the time being. Yeah. But them niggas ain't really that fine, bro. Nah, they, bro. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. Bernie Mac. That's it. You wild, The rest bro. of them niggas, All right. Steve Harvey shouldn't have been on there. Steve Harvey, all right. D.L. Hughley shouldn't have been on there. All right, all right. See, here. Hughley has a type of humor for a certain type of nigga, though. It's like, it's different. But um, I would tell you this. Yeah, you got that. My wife won't suck my dick humor. Yeah, I tell you this, Mac Bernie Mac was the funniest of all of them. Correct. Uh, next is said said is of course said is like he like he like unk at the cookout funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you can keep said on there. Yeah, Steve and Harvey, Steve corny Harvey, as fuck. Steve no, Harvey, funny, bro. Steve Harvey, Steve Harvey, corny. Steve Harvey is Steve Harvey. Bro, replace replace DL with Chris Tucker. Oh, you like Chris Tucker? I love Chris Tucker. Oh, that nigga's annoying the hell to me. But. What you think, bro? And you can you can replace yeah, I, yeah, you can replace Cedric Entertainer with uh, Hamburger. I fuck with Hamburger. Who's Hamburger? Chris Tucker was a mid. Chris Tucker was a mid. I, I agree with that. Yeah. Nah, Chris Tucker was funny as fuck. But Blue, yeah, Blue. Have you ever seen Dev Comedy Channel? Oh yeah. You seen Chris Tucker's like, bro? No lie, the best the best stand ups from Dev Comedy Jam is Chris Tucker's, Martin Lawrence's, and Bernie Mac's. Yeah. I won't. I won't disagree with that. Then. And hamburger. But I that this hamburger. was when they was like uh, heavy hitters back then, though. Yeah, they was like funny, funny. Jamie Foxx was funny as hell back in the day. People forget Jamie oh, Foxx yeah. was a stand up. Jamie Foxx was funny as a bitch. Yeah. Now, now you know who was funny that people used to sleep on back then during the Def Comedy Jams. What? Bill Bellamy. Oh yeah, he was funny as hell. I, I forgot he was a stand up, bro. People when he started sleep, acting, people used to uh, sleep on Bill Bellamy because he was a pretty boy. Yeah, so they never really took him like serious. Yeah. But that nigga Bill Bellamy was that nigga, yeah, bro. He, he was funny like, as hell, nigga. That joke that he cracked about the damn Rolodex shit, nigga. That mm-hmm. shit had me screaming laughing. He yeah. was like, he was like, um, you know. You know, get late at night. You're trying to find some pussy. You got to go through the roller days. You got to flick that motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he said, you just make the call. Yeah. You're happy the motherfucker pick up. And he did a whole bit about that shit. That shit yeah. was funny as hell. Yeah. But back to the Dave Chappelle shit, bro. Yeah. Let me tell you why I thought the Dave Chappelle shit was so funny. Friday night, I go to the studio to record a podcast for Maine. And Maine goes, yeah, the Dave Chappelle shit. Woo, woo, woo. He goes, Slim, you ain't seen it. I said, nah. No, it was Thursday or Wednesday or something. I said, nah, I thought that shit was coming out Friday. 
And he was like, nah, it's out right now. He was like, bro, you got to see that shit, bro, because every joke that he cracks about is some shit you done said before. Every yeah. joke. And I was like, nah, it can't be that deep. Turn that bitch on. First joke he cracks is a joke about the baby. Mm-hmm. And this nigga goes, he basically goes, it's all right to kill a nigga and brag about it on songs, mm-hmm. but let you hurt a gay motherfucker's feelings. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I almost pissed on myself. I was screaming. I was like, yeah. nigga, I say that shit all the time. I'd be like, yeah. bro, the baby killed the nigga and gets on songs all the time and brags about it. But as soon as he say something about a gay motherfucker, it's World War Three. It's okay to kill a nigga. You can kill a nigga in Walmart. Don't nobody want to investigate, find out what really happened, run the cameras back, none of that shit. Yeah. But if you got them insinuate, not even say, just insinuate that somebody gay has AIDS, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, we got to cancel your ass. That's you can't go wild. to no more major goddamn events. But that's that's, wild that's kind of the power. That's the power that they hold now. And that's just what it is. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. There. Is it wrong for them to have that kind of clout? Yeah. You think so? Of course. Yeah, I think so too. What if we had that kind of clout? You mean how? <laughs> no, no. See, that's it's that <laughs> remarkable to you that you can't even fathom black people having that kind of power. Nah, you can't. You can't. Hold on. You can't compare uh, an ethnicity to a. Well, well habit. we get we get that we get that you blue. But I'm just saying, at the end of the day, <laughs> is it not a little bit admirable? The kind of clout that they carry. That's admirable to me. No, it's not. I think so. See, what you got to understand is that the clout... I think, I think like, the, shit, we got white people tell black jokes all the time in, in private and say the N-word all the time in private. Say it when they in their car listening to rap music. Uh, do all kind of racial shit all the time. And there's no get back ever. You know what I'm saying? And to me, I feel like, shit, maybe they doing something fucking right. Maybe we need to take notes. How about that? No, that's hard to argue. It's hard to argue. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to argue. Now, um, I do agree that we do need to take action when we are being disrespected. But we never have. Well, we have. We used to just be here run over. We, well, started, yeah. we started with the Hoff Twins last weekend. As, <laughs> as you can see, like you said, yeah. um, <laughs> our own community said that the Hoff Twins were blacker than us. Yeah. Which, <laughs> which is... Which is I just don't understand how they can get that logic. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I mean, yeah, I agree. I agree with yeah, what are you saying? But yeah, I don't know. Nah, nah. Back to the special though. Um, you know, this was supposed to be. It was titled the closer because he basically was wrapping up all the specials that he did on Netflix, and it was yeah. the end of his deal or whatever. But yeah. he got a lot of backlash because of the trans joke. I'm going to keep it a buck. Those trans jokes was the funniest shit I ever heard in my life. <laughs> the ones he said on the first special was way worse than the ones he said on this one. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, though. Like, none of the jokes that he said about trans people was bad to me. None of them. But here we go. Trans showrunner Jocelyn Moore mm-hmm. won't work for Netflix again because Dave Chappelle's comments. Yeah. And, and shout out to Dr. Umar, he posted that. And this, here's the thing. Um, who cares? We're going this, is a, <laughs> this is a this is a that show that showrunner that we're talking about. Yes, she's the showrunner for a black TV show called Dear White People on Netflix. Yeah, what, hold on. So she okay, she's an actor on that show. No, no she's, she's the showrunner. Show showrunner is uh somebody that like just prepares stuff for the show and shit. Yeah, be on set helping people, shit like that. So yeah. she just basically like the. It's a, it's a, pro- it's a prominent assistance. role in, when you're doing 
television. Yeah. It's a prominent yeah. role. So basically, she like go get the coffee and all that other shit. No, that's an assistance. I, I, I'm not she exactly. She gets stuff together for the show. Yeah, it's, right, a, it's okay. a prominent role in the, in show business. Okay, but when you're the like, the thing is, this is a white trans woman. That a white nigga with a wig. I'm, oh. <laughs> Come on, blue. Go ahead. <laughs> a God white nigga it. with a wig. <laughs> God damn it! But uh, on a all on a black run TV show that's supposed to be about black people mm-hmm. and the you know shit you go through being black in America dealing with white people. It's called Dear White People. Yeah. And so basically, you saying she should have got fired a long time ago. I have Why? Where'd that come from? I don't. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. Am continue. I am I missing something? Continue. I don't know. Continue. But I'm just saying at the end of the day that it's kind of like this is the hypocrisy of America, which yeah. is she can talk about his words against LGBTQ uh, members of the community, mm-hmm. but can't even see her own hypocrisy of being a white woman, being a showrunner for a all black television show. Can't even see that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I'm with you on that shit. Don't, don't even see it. Blinders on. But bro, you know let's man? like let's get to the nitty and gritty. What did he say that pissed trans people off so bad? Like what was it? Cause I've watched the special he said a three lot times of and I shit. still can't figure it out. He said a lot of wild shit. Like what? What you think though? Which part? Nothing, nothing that made me jump, but I I, I can't tell what people I can't tell what, what people what can What makes somebody offended. Yeah, you and the thing is, we literally can't tell. Like nowadays, it changes every day, so you don't know. Like yeah. back in the day, uh, you could say a lot of wild shit, and a lot of gay people probably wouldn't be offended by it. You know what I'm saying? But now, what you, you thought about the story he told about uh, his friend he had that was trans that used to come to all his shows, and he let her, um, you know, open up be an opener, in, yeah, in Phoenix. I think that's some cool shit. That's what I thought too. Yeah, that's some but very they were cool offended shit. By that, and they were super offended by the fact. How he delivered that she killed herself, and they felt like he was cracking a joke on trans people committing suicide, and that is super sensitive. Mm. Cause he wasn't cracking a joke about trans people committing suicide. He mm. was telling a story yeah. about how his friend committed suicide, and yeah, he didn't and she... understand how. And then even went on to say how he set up a, a mutual fund account for. He found out that the person had a a, a daughter. Yeah. Set up a mutual fund account. For them to get when they turn, uh, I think twenty one or eighteen, mm-hmm. and he said he's going to deliver it in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they missed that part, I guess. Yeah, I mean, bro, uh, words are weapons nowadays. Yeah, definitely. And see what you got. It's weird, but it, that's the age we live in. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And see what you got to understand is, um, this is really all part of the master plan, and so. <laughs> What you gotta understand is when I forty three minutes, we finally got Blue to crank a conspiracy theory. <laughs> Go ahead, Blue. You got the floor, brother. So third when, eye open. So when I say master plan, first of all, when you create a community, like I said, this is all part of the master plan. It's gonna be apparently the pros and the cons. Mm-hmm. The pros are okay. You get all these uh, rights that you pretended that you never had. Mm-hmm. All right. The cons are that now, since you created this community and it's so big, now you're putting yourself in the same box as everybody else. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is free game. You feel me? So now you got you're not now you're in a situation for comedians to make jokes about you. Because before nobody even never thought about your community. 
So they would just make jokes about whatever. But now since it's so big and it's everywhere, now you about to get put in the same joke pool that everybody else was getting in. You feel me? So you're saying kind of like uh, them personifying themselves as a community also gives them the target to be treated treated like every other community. Yeah. 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 And they kind of don't know how to deal with that. Yeah. That's what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. See, that's why he's my vice president. So, and with that being said, um, you got to understand, this community was created not to bring people together. That's what it looks on the outside, but it actually was created to divide people. Because mm-hmm. now, for the first time in ever, you got people distinguishing and hanging out with each other or not hanging out with each other. Dave Chappelle said that. He said, I just I, I just thought I had I had the white people on the ropes, and they came up with this LGBTQ shit and all this other shit to combat uh, my fight against white people. That's yeah. what he said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, yeah, so in they what they're doing is dividing people. And you're dividing people based off of the type of sex they like to have. You know what I'm saying? Which is weird, but it's just another method of division because what you got to understand is at the end day, it's all about control. Yeah. And so people are already divided by race. They're already divided by religion. What's left? Now we're going to divide them by sex. Mm-hmm. Blue, you know I ain't going to lie. That's a weird-ass way to describe somebody being gay. That's weird as hell. He's not necessarily saying being gay. He's saying uh, pretty much like, he's pretty much saying like they're using this as a way to weaponize. Yeah, just to make people feel like I'm different. Yeah, Yeah, I'm different. This is why I'm different rather than being like, hey, let's just look at our similarities as Americans. Yeah. We We use every little difference that we have to divide ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, niggas with glasses, niggas without glasses. We don't know. Ten years down the road, we don't know what's going to happen. You know what I'm saying? You already got people talking about you fat shaming them and all this other stuff. Like, back in the day, it was just like, bro, go for a jog. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to let niggas know if it's going to be skinny niggas versus fat niggas and I keep getting fat, (laughs) we're going to win the fat war. (laughs) Whoever side I'm on, I'm winning. (laughs) Hey, Blue, you better make your mind up which side you're going to be on. <laughs> what you going to do? You going to lose weight or you going to gain weight? I mean, <laughs> man, you gain weight if I got them to get on that team. Oh, yeah, we, we losing weight over here. Oh, shit. Hey, you about to get the fuck out of here. You ain't never seen The Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> What's that nigga from The Walking Dead that I like? Big King. Negan. Yeah, Negan. Yeah. If Blue see Negan, he'll know. Don't fuck with Slim because I'm Negan. That's another show you don't never need a show, Blue. The so zi- please don't do it. The going to get you in or you going to be yeah. a fat nigga. You going to be gone. Nah. I'm gonna be a athletic fat nigga, like <laughs> like Tyson Fury. <laughs> you got that shit, <laughs> bro. I ain't gonna lie. If he would have, if Wilder had a little bit more gas tank though, and he kept hitting him to the body, I think eventually, Buddy would start feeling that shit. Cause he got a soft body. Yeah. You you hit him enough jabs to the body, he gonna yeah. start feeling that. He shit. stopped doing that shit. Yeah. He gonna around. start feeling that. After shit. he got knocked down, he started that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. He switched up the game plan, but yeah. Hey, what what they say? How you gonna act after you get hit in the mouth? Yeah, so it come down to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Overall, what, though, what you get a uh, special? I give that that out one, of five stars. I think um it? out of five, out of five is harder. I'll give it a three out of five. I'm three out of five. I'm gonna yeah. give it a four out of five. Ooh, blue ski, blue light, blue. It. You hate everything. Blue light, it. But I, I thought the uh, previous special before this one was funny, but this one was good. And it was a good way for him to go out, deliver good messages, you know? All right. Um, 
Let me think. See, this ain't the sports podcast, but can we get into some sports topics? For sure. All right. Well, a nigga that don't know me before, right? Uh-huh. Let me break this story down. A nigga that don't know me before in Louisville, Kentucky, decided to come up with this great elaborate scheme to do insurance frauds and recruited all these washed up ass athletes to do these insurance frauds for millions of dollars. And niggas was getting claims of like a quarter of a million. They was getting like six, seven, eight claims of a quarter of a million. Mm-hmm. I heard about that. I heard about that shit. And too. now they all locked up with fed charges. Yo, one of them was Big Baby too. You seen that shit? Yeah, yeah. Did they? Did they? They ain't locked up though. Big Baby. They ain't locked up yet though, right? Uh, nah, nah. They got locked up. They got charged. They uh, got indicted. And they Big Baby still getting charges. money too. Big Baby still working. Yeah, Big Baby out there. I don't know exactly what he on. Cause bro, he always in some shit, bro. Big Baby. Yeah. yeah, he yeah. always in some shit. That's he seemed big baby seemed like a scamming Look, ass nigga though. 18, <laughs> 18 <laughs> former NBA players arrested in fry scheme seems to face a slam dunk prosecution. Oh, that you know that was a white person, nigga. NBC News. <laughs> <laughs> they can't wait to get a nigga locked up. Oh yeah, you already know. <laughs> Niggas gotta understand, bro. You can only scam for so much money, bro. For the for the government started. If I got that, if I'm getting that NBA that bread, bro, I'm not even like. Oh, for the record, too, the nigga that dunked on me was Terrence Williams. He oh, was okay. a ringleader of all this shit. That nigga yeah. dunked on me when uh, one of my homeboys took me to uh, work out with uh, the Louisville Cardinals. Yeah, and that nigga dunked on my ass, and I was yeah. mad as fuck. Makes it, sense. It's crazy. <laughs> you, you think them niggas going to prison? Yes, 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 yes. It's yes. crazy. That's the unless they, unless the they, fans have a what ninety six percent success rate. What are you saying? Do you think they're gonna send them to prison though? Unless they can, unless they can like uh, pay the money back or something, I think yeah, most likely. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's crazy, bro. When the feds come get you, everybody know this blue. When the feds come get you, not only do they have the evidence, your ass going down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah, whatever yeah. time they tell you to take, you better take that shit. Yeah. And most of the time, though, most of the time, when the feds come get your ass, everybody turning into Kashi Six Nine. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Yeah. When you facing them years. Imagine Big Baby being in prison. That nigga like 6'9", 350 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> what you think he going to be in that bitch eating, Blue? Whatever the fuck. <laughs> you feel me, bro? Let me get your cornbread ass nigga. Blue <laughs> <laughs> time. Hey, but nah, real nigga shit. And I really want y'all to answer this shit honestly, bro. Because Blue, you know you got them be like, man, I don't know. Bro. Do y'all think a scheme like that is worth it? Not, no, not, not if not, I'm already a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. Which they should be, but we don't know. Cause if I'm, if I'm already, yeah, these some washed up ass niggas. Like nigga, it's names in the case like Darius Miles and Moon that played with LeBron. Like, but the thing is, the they thing, still getting some passive income. I'm, though. I'm more of a um, maybe. Once Retire, I get that big check, I'm gonna make that check make more money for me. So I'm not gonna like be one of them type niggas that go easier said than done though, bro. It is, but it it depends on your mind state. It depends on the type of nigga. Yeah, like uh, it depends uh, on type. Like some niggas is like, oh, I'm gonna make this money forever, nigga. I'm the best small forward in the league, and you just like mediocre, and you you know what I'm saying. But like, eventually, like five years down the road, you wind up getting your ass released, and now you just now you go from making yeah, like you go me from making thirty three hundred bands a month. Or, me that first yeah. fat check, I, it's investments. You know what I'm saying? I can mm-hmm. live, I like I can live a normal suburban life. Like I could be in the NBA and live in Evans. Like, oh, no, I, he got you know shit. what I'm saying? I could. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Five bedroom house. Uh, drive a nice car. 
My my family lives nice, but I'm I don't gotta be in a mansion, bro. Like, bro, I kind of I kind of love hearing people that was rich explain how they went broke. Like recently, I watched a podcast. What's the guy name from Jackass? The one that Steve-o. was real head ass. Yeah, Stevo. No. Okay. Steve O did a podcast with T Pain. Yeah. And T Pain explained that he had he had number one records in the country mm-hmm. for for years and was broke as hell. And Steve O was asking him, like, how the hell was you broke? And he basically broke it down. Like, when I came into the game, all the rappers was like, Yeah, nigga, we be getting this bread, nigga. This shit don't never run out. This shit cool, da da da. And Steve-O kind of hit it on the head what happened, how I got him. He went broke. He said, I'm pretty sure you went broke when you brought that fucking $2 million Bugatti. Mm-hmm. And that nigga was like, that's what cranked it up. Yeah. He was like, I had already had three houses, and my neighbor in the back of my house mm-hmm. had sold their house, and I had went and brought a $2 million Bugatti. And when they sold their house, I called my accountant and was like, hey, um, trying to buy this house. And they said, T-Pain, don't fucking do it. Yeah. Like, your funds getting low. He brought the house anyway. Then he said he kept partying, living life how he was living. Mm-hmm. And next thing he know, he went to go buy, like, another house or another stupid-ass car or some shit. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, bro, you ain't got no bread. Mm-hmm. That shit, it runs Rapper out quick. Rapper be getting that check, dog. Huh? Rapper live that life. Ah, uh, Blue, that's what you got from me saying all that? <laughs> yeah. That's the life yeah. That's got. why you don't like me. We're going to get to that later, yeah. though. Yeah. We're going to get to that later. But, um, <laughs> yeah, the thing is about the thing is about money, bro, when you get to the point where it's gone before you can even get your hands on it, that's when I feel like you're in trouble. Yeah. And I hate being in those situations where it's already, you, you about to get paid, and it's going to be a fat check, but it's already gone. Yeah. That's the worst point. Like when you get to them, I points, hate that too. Oh my but, god, I hate but, that. But shit. sometimes I feel like I I grind harder when my back against the ropes. When like the yeah. money got them, like, the next job happen. is gonna is gonna determine got them for nigga eat or not. Yeah, but that shit ain't safe though. I'm gonna keep it a buck. With I ain't gonna you. lie. Me and you got we got real good ground game. Like when we be our back against the wall, we on the ground. Yeah. Shit on top of us and shit not looking right. Our ground game good. We getting back up. You know what I'm saying? There's some yeah, niggas. We've seen a lot of niggas fall, though. Yeah. We've seen a lot of niggas who stay on the ground and get get their ass knocked out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, like, some people just perform in those types of situations. Pressure, you know, pressure make diamonds. So it's like some niggas perform in those situations. I've only, It's some people that only always been up and ain't never hit rock bottom before. You know what I'm saying? I was just explaining to somebody before that I have a friend I'm not saying his name no more because he said that this was his podcast and I say his name so much. But I have a friend that had made like 12 bands in a month and I sat there with him and helped him blow that money in two weeks. Yeah. He got a one check for one month of work that was $12,000 and we blew that money in two weeks. Yeah. And then the, the next month he got a check for eight grand, mm-hmm. blew that shit in like three days. And there ain't even no telling on the type of shit he would even. It ain't nothing, not shit to show for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and his car ain't up getting repoed. <laughs> Damn, bro. <laughs> this yeah. supposed to be discreet as shit. You ain't say his name, so it's okay. <laughs> hey, remind you, he just told you about $20,000 that they blew in two months. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he owed less than $20,000 on that car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So what you saying? It wasn't a nice car, so it had to be worth less than twenty grand. No, it's just... It was a decent car. Priorities, so Priorities. I, I used to like that car, too. Priorities, bro. Priorities. 
Yeah. And some people are more in love with the lifestyle. That's another thing, too. More people, these athletes like that, are more in love with the lifestyle than they are of actually being successful and having longevity, retiring. Because this shit ain't forever. Some people just don't realize that type shit. This shit not forever, but you, bro. You understand, bro. Most people, and a rich man told me this, most people don't understand how t- money works. Yeah. And that's why most people go broke. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't know what to do with money. So you can make a lot of money. But like you said, one thing about one thing people got to realize is how long are you going to be making this certain amount of money? Yeah, And exactly. that's why a lot of professional athletes go broke because mm-hmm. they go from making a million dollars a year mm-hmm. to when they retire, they're making thirty dollars to $40,000 a year now. Mm-hmm. But you still got this mansion. You got all these you, expenses. expenses that you're used yeah. to paying for. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't know how to live. But you got to, that all comes down to knowledge too. Like, bro, a lot of these niggas, some of them didn't come from the best households. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but let me play devil's advocate a little bit though. Y'all niggas speaking like it's just impossible to go broke. Like that shit could just never happen to y'all. No, it's definitely possible. I'm yeah, saying, yeah. I'm saying the type of mindset I have and how I was raised, it probably would never happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't. Because I'm just not going to be out there making those risky dis- I'm not going to go buy the yacht. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to say I'm not going to buy the yacht, but if you give me some mail. Yeah, I got to have Bezos I'm money. Gonna, to I'm get, always going to have some I money. I got to have Bezos money to do some stuff like that. Yeah, I'm like, always going to have some money. We, we live in a culture where like niggas don't be having Bezos money and be having yachts and jets and shit. You know what I'm saying? I used to tell my same friend I was talking about that I'm not going to say his name, that, you know, um, all right, let me just explain this. I'm still not gonna say that bitch ass name. <laughs> but uh, let me just explain this. When we was younger, and by by younger I mean like 26, 27, right? Um, niggas had started getting into the car business. And blue you used to be in the car business, so I know you about to understand what I'm talking about. When you're when you're like 25 years old, 24 years old, 26 years old, and you get into the car business, you ain't never seen six figures in your life. You have um, minimum um, education and mm-hmm. no fucking experience, and you making almost six figures. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, because Blue, you know, like most of them niggas sell cars, ain't got no motherfucking degree, they ain't got no experience doing shit. Nigga might have worked for Vector selling knives before. Mm-hmm. That's the most experience you got. Now you're making like six figures, right? The biggest issue with that is you kind of peak too fucking early. Mm-hmm. And when you peak too early, you go through way too many fucking issues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's always the issue with shit like that. I, that car I, business. Another thing too is like I always talk to my girl about like we bumped our head real early. Uh-huh. So I learned a lot of lessons people ain't gonna learn until they older. You know what I'm saying? Just in life in general. Like a lot of people who ain't never been down before, you're gonna have moments where you your down might be you just lost your job or something like that. But yeah. You live in a you know a nice neighborhood, got nice cars, beautiful family, a lot of expenses, but this is your down now. You know what I'm saying? You ain't never been in that type of situation. And a lot of them don't know how to react to those situations. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I bump my head real early in life on a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? And it's good to bump your head early. Cause yeah, it, it's, it, it, you don't want to be, you don't yeah. want to be 50 and- Bumping your head, yeah. Yeah, 50 bumping your head and going bankrupt and doing some dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? It's good to do it early. Fail early. 
Yeah. Always. I told myself, if, if I could start all over again, I would have maxed out as many credit cards as I could when I was 19. <laughs> whoa. Got, whoa, 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 whoa. That's what he got from that. Yeah, I would have. Blue, blue, blue. That's got, not what we was going with that, bro. Got me a couple of challenges, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just went to go yeah. fuck that credit. And what you would have done now? Just went bankrupt? Yeah, I go bankrupt at 1920. I don't mind going You can bounce over. back from it. You, you, you be all right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You can bounce back from it. You, you got that shit. That was the wildest take I ever heard in my life about life. <laughs> hey, man. I'm um, just trying to get you some knowledge, man. Oh, nah, <laughs> but um, I ain't going to lie to y'all. I had missed my point about what I was saying about like the car business and shit. But my homeboy, I, I was uh, telling y'all about, I used to tell him, like, you going to work every day with a nigga that make like $150,000 a year, and he got a fucking boat. Uh-huh. And he paying tuition to a kid, and he trying to—I mean—to ask of ungrateful kids, and he trying to convince you that his life is great and that you're supposed to have this life, and that's not the great life. Uh-huh. Nigga making one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year with a fucking big ass boat in a big ass house, and he really got the same uh, disposable income as you making seventy thousand yeah. dollars a year. He's yeah. just not telling you that shit. He yeah. feeding you some bullshit. Yeah, a lot of niggas stretch their pockets to what they make. Or stretch their expenses. Mm-hmm. That's the worst thing that people do, though. It's like when you you get that finally get that two hundred thousand, one hundred fifty thousand dollar job. Now you want a you want a house that's giant. You want a boat. You want bigger cars. And people, that's why you gotta start off with a condo. Yeah, rich man talking about your condo first. Yeah, niggas don't really fuck with condos though. They Not should, no more. Though. They should though. Why though? Why y'all think that is? Niggas don't like condos. Mm, I don't know. I think it's just about having your own personal space. Yeah, people don't want to like because you can literally you got somebody living right next to you. You know what I'm saying? The same Mm -hmm. building, so it's like you kind of want your own little privacy. But it's the thing is about living in a condo is like it's not no different than living in a house. Yeah, it's just like just that you just a little bit more closer to your neighbor that's it yeah. you know I, 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 <laughs> that's a lot more is. closer though yeah. it's crazy cause I told Slim I didn't even it, I, I figured out this was a fucking condo like six months after I, I, I first came here I always thought mm. this was a house and I was like well this a condo it is a, it yeah. is somebody next door you know yeah. what I'm saying <laughs> yeah. I ain't even realize it you know what I mean yeah. how the hell you ain't thinking that bro though? I never thought about it <laughs> yeah it's somebody right fucking next door bro I don't know, bro. Uh, I fuck with the condo living, though, dog. I don't know what everybody be talking about. Hey, one more sports topic I want to talk about, too, though. Um, I seen something online. A nigga said that... Let me just read it. Uh, Benny Cunningham said, The NFL is scripted, but they make us sign something so we can't go into detail. Tired of holding it back. Who want to hear this full story? Dang, who said that? Uh... What did I say his name was, Big King? Benny Cunningham? Benny Cunningham. Who's that? Look this nigga up. Yeah. I have no idea who that nigga... He tweeted? Oh, uh, he a former uh, running back for the Chicago Bears. He tweeted that? Yeah. I'm going to tell you... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep it on with you. You know I got some partners that uh, play in the NFL. I have heard that. Now, what I have, oh, he played for the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars now. Now, what I have for heard real? is only mm-hmm. big games that scripted, though, from what I heard. I heard they heard they'll script some big games. You feel me? They're, they're really a couple big games. For a story, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you know, I blue, put blue. So you believe on. that shit, bro? Like I said, I, I know some people who don't play in the NFL. Some people who still in the NFL, and I don't heard them say this before. Like, 
You know, I don't. But really they don't do it with everybody. They'll do it with certain players. You know what I'm saying? So everybody, they're not gonna they're not gonna have a meeting with, with fucking fifty niggas. They gonna cut in fucking two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Say this <laughs> what the fuck we gonna do? Yeah. But, fifty niggas you gonna cut in two weeks? But you yeah. talking about the, the franchise players? Yeah. But a nigga like, like a nigga like Aaron, a nigga like Aaron Rodgers, I might be like, even Aaron Rodgers, we need you to throw two picks today. You know what I'm saying? Some shit like that. Or, I don't know. I don't think that's how that shit would go. Or like, dang, remember remember when uh. In the playoffs, when that when the Vikings receiver caught that ball and that mm. Saints player just fucking oh, yeah, started yeah, yeah. doing cartwheels in the middle of the field for no reason and missed yeah. that tackle. <laughs> yeah. You know what I don't saying? know. Oh, you talking about the playoff. Yeah, when yeah, Stephon yeah. Diggs. Yeah, yeah Stephon Diggs. That was yeah. a great play too, by the yeah. way. So you felt like that was some WWE shit. It was scripted. Come on, bro. Who who tackles like that? That's when Diggs got his name, though. That's when he made it. Yeah. Name. Hey, that's when he signed with the Illuminati. Oh, so? hell. We're going to make you a star, boy. You think so? Damn. Blue, I thought we said we weren't doing conspiracy right, theory. Right. <laughs> you're, right, you're right. Man, commercial break real quick. <laughs> but you started off with a conspiracy theory. The NFL scripted. Big King, it's the same time every time you go to Pittsburgh. <laughs> Damn, you couldn't, you, bro, you couldn't have said that shit four minutes ago? Oh, man, man, you know what's good, bro. Man, fuck that fantasy shit, man. Hey, man, I got something I need to talk about that I'm real passionate about, man. I really should have just did a review video about it, but I couldn't do a re- review video about it when it dropped because I ain't know how to feel. This nigga Meek Mill album drop, right? And for the people listening, a lot of the uh, viewers from Facebook, my Facebook is fucked up. I've been in Facebook jail for like three weeks. I think I got like six more days left or some shit like that. So y'all keep tagging me in all these fucking Meek Mill posts and all this shit, bro. I can't comment back. And I'm not by the DM, y'all. So y'all can cut that bullshit out. But um, I'm going to talk about the album, bro. <coughs> I'm going to be honest. This Meek Mill 6 studio album, it definitely is my least favorite out of all six of them. First time that I spun the album, I didn't really like it. I wasn't really fucking with it. Um, and the reason why I wasn't fucking with it was because it's just a different sound. You can tell when an artist is experimenting with different sounds, changing up the flows, you know, just trying to stay relevant, bro. Everybody hits that point in their career. You've been in the game 10, 11 years, and you're just trying to keep up with the times and stay relevant to sell records. That's what happened with the game. That's what happens with a lot of artists. Rick Ross, everything. Everybody everybody has to hit a decline. Only artists that can stay relevant like that forever is niggas like Drake who steals people's styles. Meek tried to uh, switch some shit up and create a and create a style that was kind of you know based off a new artist like it kind of sounded like Dirk, little babyish, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Kind of a little bit of Thug too, but those were features on on the album. Mm-hmm. But the album had to grow on me. Now I think the album is is decent. It's a decent album. Um, it's a rap album though. And I'm starting to realize that a lot of people just don't enjoy rap albums no more. No. Rap has changed. It's more melodic now. It's more, you know, sangy, sangy. And it's more watered down. Anything, and this goes for anything. This is outside of rap also. Anything that's, that requires more complex thinking or is not just bubblegum, you don't get it from first glance, people not really fucking with it nowadays. So rap has always been changing. Since rap has all started, it's always been changing. The next 10 years is going to be different. The 10 years before that is going to be different. The 10 years before that was different. Um, with that being said, 
Um, we just got to face the facts that Meek Mill is just a bad ass rapper. <laughs> you know. <laughs> We're retarded as fuck, bro. No, All right. You know, I fuck with, you know I fuck with Meek, bro. I fuck with Meek. <laughs> Slim mad as a motherfucker. <laughs> 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 Nigga mad as <laughs> So you need me mad at Meek, goddammit. Don't be mad at me. Bro. I ain't put I ain't that bullshit lie, up. So I'll say this. I ain't listened to the project yet, so I can't speak on the project. But all I can speak on is hip hop in general, and I can speak on the fact that I know that Meek Meek is a rapidy rap nigga. He's a rapper. He's gonna rap his ass off. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he can out freestyle anybody. He can out battle like all, most of these mainstream artists, all of them pretty much. But um, we're moving into a, a era where that's not even cool anymore. Like, who gives a shit? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, facts. And it, because hip-hop is becoming super commercialized, this is what happens to most genres, like I've talked about in the past. And also, sometimes when you make music for a certain group of people, yeah. then of course it's not going to have mainstream numbers. Yeah, he made music. why I don't think he should be getting judged for that, because it's like, yeah. bro, he make music for the hustlers. Talk, yeah, the, the people he's talking to, it's not that many of us. Mm-mm. It's not that many of us. He made music for the hustlers. He makes motiv- motivational-type records for, you know... Mainly just street motivational music. Yeah. That's what it is. Street hustler music. And if you a type nigga who lives that type of lifestyle where you're trying to get it out the mud and you grinding and doing stuff like that, that's perfect for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's called dream chasers. Yeah. But if you're, you know, if you're little Johnny who lives in the suburbs, you probably want to hear Kid Leroy. You probably want to hear fucking Juice World or yeah. fucking some shit like that. Cause that's who's consuming now. If you if you a nigga that think you a bad bitch and you go to the club popping bottles and <laughs> letting bum ass bitches break your heart every weekend, you want to hear Drake? Yeah, probably. You know that's who you relate to. A nigga that get his heart broken. I ain't gonna lie, that Drake album grew on me too, bro. That shit kind of hard. <laughs> that shit hard. Nah, I'm bullshitting. That album is. I told you that. Yeah, that, that shit kind of hard. Bro. That album's good. Race my mind. That's been my shit. And see, people think I'm biased because they do this weird ass Drake versus Meek shit. I don't do no Drake versus Meek shit. Because it ain't no competition. <laughs> Correct. Because Drake is Justin Bieber. He's a pop star. Yeah, he's a no, pop he's guy. Not. No, he's not. Yes, he is a pop star. He's a singing nigga. That's a pop star. No, no. Yeah. It's a difference. Go ahead. Hey, bro. Dark skin niggas love Drake. Bro, my homeboys that's dark skin, they love Drake, bro. And I've always seen that trend. Like, like light skinned niggas, they don't really be fucking with Drake that much, bro. Like they You know treat- what it is? It's a stigma against being light skinned that niggas just automatically don't think you soft. You know what I'm saying? So so, it, so I don't I, let's just, let's not say that dark skinned niggas love Drake. Let's just say light skinned niggas trying to act so tough and cool that they Oh dislike. no, no, no. <laughs> it's it's literally the opposite. Yeah. Like, no. like dark skin niggas be in they bag, bro. Like, yes. No. No. Yes, yeah, bro. No. Yes. Yeah. Come on, let's have this ignorant ass dark debate. Let's have it, bro. Dark, dark, dark skin niggas be in they bag, dark bro. Dark skin niggas be chilling. No, no, no. Hey. The four niggas that I was talking about that was talking about they skin was all dark skin. Be a little over the top these days, bro. Yeah, bro. Be honest. Being dark skin nowadays is a new light skin. First of all, no, 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 no. I'm only gonna say his name if you promise to beep it out. Nope. Fuck it. Well, <laughs> I know a light skinned nigga who be in his super bag, so I don't wanna hear that shit. Okay, I'll beep it out because I don't Ooh. know who you're talking you about. You promise you're gonna beep it out? I promise. Be cooks. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not beeping that out. Because Cooks don't give a fuck. Hey, that nigga Cooks a different breed of nigga, though. Yeah. He hey, different, though, That nigga bro. right there, the example of light skin, nigga. Nah, selfies, hell no. Nah. Selfies, all, 24-7. Who got more selfies than B. Cooks? <laughs> that nigga be licking his lips. <laughs> hey, Cooks don't count, though, bro. No, we ain't going to say something like skin niggas don't count. We ain't going to no, do that. No, he don't count, bro. Yeah, no, like, that's do him, that. bro. That's his do lane. That. That's his way. Yeah. No. Like, that shit don't count, Blue. Yeah, you can't use that as the example. Yeah. Bro, he likes him. using that example. Right? <laughs> no, that don't count, bro. What the hell was we even talking about? You said that I like, you said dark skin oh, nigga, we were basically talking about nice skin nigga. Yeah. yeah, bro. Um, Academic's a bitch ass nigga, bro. Let's, oh, let's yeah, let's just lay that out on the yeah, table. Yeah, let's go ahead and get to Why it. Why y'all don't fuck with him, bro? Act lame. I don't, here's the thing. Any new hip hop media, they all fucking whack to me, bro. They don't, they name don't hold no weight to me. Oh, like, so they're new. I thought Egg been around. No, like, act, I'm talking about like the new age of hip hop media, like uh, Act and then Adam 22 and people like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, people who think they have any kind of, why do they have a word in the, in the culture? They ain't never done, they ain't done nothing in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? It's literally a white boy who ride BMX bikes and then a fat nigga who used to DJ in college. You know what I'm saying? That drank Hennessy and it looked like fucking Tom and Jerry. And That's shit. what I'm saying. It's like, like why why are their opinions... And that nigga act be speaking so tough and strong and shit. Like, That's because all these young motherfuckers... on fleet. All these young white kids and all these uh, young black folks who don't really know the culture of hip-hop and where it come from and how it was created and what kind of art form it is... They give those types of people they lane to speak like that, bro. Like, bro, that's why I never wanted to have a hip hop podcast because yeah. of academics. Yeah, because that nigga is such a fucking square. Yeah, see, blue. If you would have followed that nigga from the beginning times, you wouldn't fuck with that nigga neither. No, but I don't know though because nah. Matter of fact, I know you wouldn't because <laughs> we talking about. Back in the day, he used to call it the war war on Chirac, bro. This nigga used yeah. to have updates on niggas getting shot in Chicago and dying and. Uh, he every every episode he coming in like it's like some funny shit. You know what I'm saying? He thought it was funny, bro. He be on there tell, telling jokes and all kind of shit, bro. Like he he made uh, a satirical version of like people dying in in Chicago and like the gang wars that are out there. And that, bro, he the one that started all that. So now on Reddit, mm -hmm. these niggas got a whole board of the gangs in Chicago and who was killing who, yeah. and they making videos about that shit like it's Grand Theft Auto. Exactly. But this is real life. Real people are dying. Exactly. You, you know what's shit. crazy? As head-ass as those people are on Reddit, as head-ass as, as DJ Edmund is for doing what he do, uh -oh. the people in Chirac even more head-ass. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. God damn it. I knew it because the conversation we had yesterday, Blue yeah. was going in about niggas in Chicago. Yeah. Blue, tell the nigga, bro, please tell the audience what you told a nigga when he told you he was from Chicago. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fucked up shit. Why did you tell the nigga you were sorry to hear he was from Chicago? Well, honestly, man, because, I mean, obviously that's bad news. You know what I mean? Obviously no, that's bad not news. obviously. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Why yeah. is it bad news, boo? Because obviously he grew up and he's seen a lot of bullshit and he went through a lot of stuff. So I'm sorry that you grew up in Chirac. <laughs> you so you don't think there's no good parts of Chicago? Have you ever been to Chicago? Well, I heard there are good parts. Mm -hmm. um, you know, uh, there's this one city I heard is real nice, real fancy. Um, apparently... There was this rapper named FGB Doug. He got shot 20 times on that street. Yeah, Doug. So, uh, yeah, some like parts of Chicago. Yeah. 
That that take was all over the place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you oh, said oh, it's oh. some nice parts, but you said it was a nice street, but Dunk got shot on that street. Yeah, 20 He times. was shopping and shit. Yeah, he was just shopping for his family. And he got shot 20 times. Oh, yeah, also... uh. Um, I think well, who was it? Lil Dirk did a drive-by in a very prominent neighbor uh, street in Chicago too. So yeah, oh, Chicago is a great place to go live at. You know, I ain't gonna say it's the best place to live, but oh, trust me, it's not. It's a terrible place. <laughs> Blue, <laughs> Blue, bro. Blue. Blue. Chicago <laughs> got some nice, nice spots, and it's actually a nice city. It's a they go Obama from there. Yeah, it's a historical we don't, city. We don't know where Obama's from. <laughs> All right. Here we go, bro. Nigga ain't showed us no birth certificate. Here yet. we fucking you go, know what bro. I'm it's been, I don't, hey, bro. Hey, it's been too long for a nigga not to show us a birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Why you want to see a nigga birth certificate? Hey, I, usually bruh. I wouldn't care, but when a nigga for, for act like blue, he can't show it to me, I'm, I'm curious now. Why for, do you want to show me a birth certificate? Bro, for Blue to be so like pro black, he has so many right wing talking points. <laughs> yes, that is like, bruh. it's crazy, bro. <laughs> like, blue, this whole bruh. segment right here is right wing as fuck. Yeah. Like, let a 50 year old white man. Say Obama, shit. show me your birth certificate. <laughs> <laughs> and what the fuck? You know, we gonna knock that nigga ass out. <laughs> the fuck is you know what I'm saying? Nah, nah actually, we gonna be like, actually, yeah, show me the birth certificate. <laughs> uh, you know what? what's up with you, man? And what's up with your beef with Chicago, bro? Oh, I'm not beef with Chicago. Trust me, I don't want no problems <laughs> with them niggas. <laughs> no problems. I'm with just them letting niggas. you know what the fuck going on. You hear me, Blue? So how you feel about St. Louis? St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Um, the Lou. I almost, I almost, uh, I almost moved out there. So it's crazy because uh, it, it was a school out there recruit me. But um, so so you feel that way about Chicago, and you'll never live in Chicago, huh? Oh no, I never live in Chicago. So you feel so that somebody, way? About, go ahead. Somebody offer you a two hundred thousand dollars job, Blue. Do I live in Chicago? You can live in the suburbs, bro. You ain't gotta live in the heart of Chirac. Nigga. Yeah, you ain't gotta live in Oblong. <laughs> this nigga ain't like, like everything is Oblong. Yeah. I, I just gave y'all, I just told y'all a nigga got shot 20 times in the suburbs. Blue, but you don't have ops. How you know I ain't got no ops? <laughs> <laughs> you don't have no ops, Blue, bro. You got ops. Bro. You got ops? <laughs> I got ops, man. <laughs> <laughs> Blue, you ain't got no ops, bro. Especially not in Chicago. <laughs> bro. Blue, who the fuck wanna kill you, bro? I gotta move to Chicago and find out. <laughs> what? I, I don't know yet. You know Ain't what nobody gonna know you in Chicago. <laughs> Blue. Yeah. You a funny nigga, bro. This nigga Blue got ops. Bro, Blue ain't got no ops. He over here having imaginary ops. I ain't a lot of niggas. Them niggas was. When you was talking about the Hop Twin shit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Them yeah. your ops. Yeah, I ain't, yeah. Worried, I ain't worried about them. I ain't worried about them, though. I ain't worried about the niggas in Chirac. Them niggas in Jacksonville. Yeah. You watch out for Who me. I smoke? Yeah. Blueski. Yeah. I ain't I'm trying, trying to be on that remix. You feel me, bro? I'm not trying to be on that remix. I'm telling that you, bro. That nigga blue different, man. I used to be out that bitch doing pest control, bro. Back in uh, my hood days. Nigga be like, yeah, nigga, I like them boots, nigga. I'd be like, oh, time to get out of here. <laughs> Hop in my little ass truck. Peel out. Be like, hey, man. I'm not going back there, bro. We used to have all the hood spots in goddamn Jacksonville, too, when I did pest control. That shit was terrible. Who I smoke? Blue ski. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, Blue. You ain't, you ain't watched no other shows, have you? No, that was it. You, you ain't found one that uh, tickled your fanny like Squid Game? 
Nah. Squid Game was scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you finally watched that shit? Bruh, it's like, bruh, I don't, bruh, that show had my anxiety so bad. Like, the whole day, I was just like, because every game is like, you like, fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's, that's a show for niggas who, who don't have anxiety. And I have terrible anxiety. So the whole show, I'm just in that bitch like, no, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I can't watch this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas dying. Especially the one um, when they was hopping on the plates of glass. Yeah, I ain't like that one. Oh, my God, bro. That shit had me so fucking anxious. That shit was intense. Yeah. That nigga Blue was in that bitch the whole time. No! <laughs> <laughs> no! Every time that bitch crying, Blue like, damn, yeah. no! <laughs> yeah. And the thing about Squid Game is like, it don't matter like how good you are, how smart you are. Every game is random. And like you could just die. Like you could be the smartest, most capable nigga out there and die. Yeah. First game. Yeah, give me random as fuck. Especially yeah. the little hopscotch shit. Yeah. It's like, dang, you really gonna die because you're the first person in line. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just your luck. You feel me? Like, yeah. dang, game over. Mm-hmm. Just my luck. That shit crazy. Yeah. I don't like nothing that require luck, boy. Facts. Hell no. Facts. I need everything to be skill based. <laughs> Facts. Cause I'm at least gonna make it in the top ten. That's why Slim would have got got. Cause Slim said he would have went back. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, Slim, hey, second person in line, you gotta jump through all, all these hops, guys, or you ain't gonna make it. Like, damn. <laughs> nah, I definitely would have picked sixteen. What you mean, number sixteen? I would have been the last. Oh, they person. all picked number. That's how. That's how it happened. Yeah. Blue, oh. I thought you seen the show. I, I, mean, I, I, I missed that part. I missed that part. <laughs> hey, so, you know what? I, I, in that case, then you want to pick the middle number then. Because you no, don't... niggas in the middle died too, Blue. Only people at the end lived. But you don't know what the gang gonna be. Or it could be somebody, like, you know how the old man was, like, looking at the glass and he had worked with glass? Mm-hmm. You could have had a nigga like that in the front. Well, I've been... That's what they should have did. That's, yeah. why they, that's why they smoked that nigga too. Because they said that nigga knew the whole time, but he sat there and watched them folks die. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why they smoked yeah. that nigga. Bruh, I've been, I've been watching some hidden message videos on YouTube. I got in deep in the rabbit hole and... They showed you that all the gangs was on the wall. Yeah, I seen Stop that. Line. Yeah, all the, the gangs was on the wall the whole time. The whole we just time. ain't paying no attention. It's crazy. Every single gang was on the wall. Every time they moved bunk See, beds, again, the next gang was on the wall. In a situation like that, though, you think you the type nigga that'll key in on some shit like that? Yeah, for I sure. think I think Blue would. Yeah. Bro, I wouldn't Blue, Blue read into every fucking thing. I'm going to keep it a butt with you. Blue not figuring nothing out. In that kind of high stress situation, Blue, you think you would have been like, "Hey, but one thing I wait, know for sure, though, the walls are saying you if know we saying? was if we was in the Squid Game, mm-hmm. when they got them cut them lights out that night, that niggas was killing niggas. Mm-hmm. Oh, Blue would have took out a whole fleet of people. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's one thing I know for sure. Blue would have took out a whole fleet of niggas, bro. Oh, for man. real, bro. I ain't gonna lie, I would have killed the old man. That's the only person I would care about. You know killing. what I'd have been doing? What? I'd have been like, y'all know if we just majority vote, we can end this shit right now. I'd have been that nigga. Oh, you know, nah. I'm too deep voted. in now. I'm huh? too deep in now. We not majority voting shit. Y'all niggas dying and I'm getting my money. He got the shit, see? And that's why <laughs> we would have to kill him. <laughs> it just have to. Oh, man. Yeah. Bro, but I would have been buddy with the tattoo. I would have had a knife and shit. So y'all niggas have been dead as fuck. Oh, no. Nah. Hell no. Nah. If I, bro, here's the thing. I'm really good at convincing people. To do shit. Yeah. Not better than me, though. You more manipulative. I would have been buddy with the tattoos. But nah, my crew would have been way gullier than yours. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Your crew would have. But good always wins. 
Fuck no. Good always wins. Fuck no. Yes, it does. Not in real life, though. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> nigga. Exactly. Nah, it really Big do. Big still talking about TV shows. It dude. really do. In real life, my gully ass crew, y'all niggas gonna goddamn be sleeping in y'all comfy beds. No, because here's the thing. Your gully ass crew is just gonna murk each other. That, what? That is true. That's what end, I'm saying. At the end. Good always fucking wins. See, Big King, I can tell you ain't never see that episode of Walking Dead when, uh, what's the main character name? Oh, you talking about Rick? Yeah. Uh When Rick, they decided uh, to go into one of the places or whatever Mm -hmm. and kill everybody while they were asleep. What you mean? Nigga. Yeah, Rick Rick and them did that. They went into... They killed everybody while they were asleep, and that's definitely a plan I would have went why with. Why the world so fucked up, Blue? I be trying to tell people this. Uh, we are reflections of what we see. Mm-hmm. After seeing so much fucked up shit, of course you eventually evolve into a fucked up nigga. You know what I'm saying? But the thing about why we hold people like Martin Luther King and Jesus and all these people on pedestals, Gandhi, is because even through those situations of adversity and evil, they chose to take the higher road. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't think Jesus had a choice. No, nah, not really. But yeah. at the end of the day, that's why we admire these figures throughout history is that when faced with adversity MLK and faced with evil. Either, but yeah. Yeah. But when faced with that, turning the other cheek type shit, people admire that more than just becoming an evil motherfucker yourself. You know what I'm saying? You know why they admire that more? Why? Because they don't want to go to war. Why you say that? See, this is what you got to understand. And I... I'm oh, I, I, I radical. I, I know oh, I didn't want to get in my woke bag, but you, you brought it out of me, all right? <laughs> I brought it out of him. So, the, the, his thing about slavery. Do you know why they converted slavery from physical to mental? Why you say that? Because if you beat a slave, he's going to know he's a slave, and one day you're going to have to go to war with him. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to rebel eventually. Yeah. Now, with the mental slavery, if you convince a slave he's not a slave, you ain't got to worry about them issues. Yeah. Makes sense. That's true. That's definitely true. So you a slave? We all slaves. I ain't no slave. <laughs> in, what, in, what, in what way, shape, or form are you talking about? We're slaves we're slave to debt. Oh, to debt. Yeah. He, he right. Ooh, blue spitting. Blue, you spitting on that one. Nah, I'm not a slave to debt. I'm just not paying that shit. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing, though, bro. Yeah. Especially our generation. They know how to... They fucked us for... We we fucked. You, they started us off with the student loans. Then it's just going to keep going. Housing debt. Car debt. Nigga, you're going to literally you live to pay them. You know what I'm saying? You're only alive to pay them. Are you truly living? Y'all say them and they like, no, nigga, you paying the bank. <laughs> yeah, the banks run the world. <laughs> nigga, the banks, the Illuminati's? Uh, the part Illuminati of own the bank. Part of it. Slim, so you could, it, no, let's, let's turn this shit on him. So, Slim, you could never believe that there are groups of people who conspire behind closed doors to rig certain markets and, uh, Maybe this war is good for money. Maybe uh, if we set oil prices at this at this rate, that it's better for our business and stuff like that. Oh, y'all, maybe y'all ain't tired of me giving the same answer. What? I don't give a fuck. 
Y'all ain't tired of me saying that? Nah, yeah, but, yo, because we want you to answer the question. Yeah, we want you to ask your question. I just did. That's not the answer. Yeah. Do you believe uh, it or do you not believe it? I don't believe it because I don't give a fuck. Okay. Oh, so you don't believe it? I don't give a fuck. The willfully blind. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. Because y'all, because y'all ain't gonna get no further along believing it than me not believing it. You never know, that man. That shit ain't gonna do never nothing know, for none bro. of us. When, when, never uh, know. They, when they come out here and they start forcing these motherfuckers in these trucks like they did in the Holocaust, and we prepared and you ain't, then yeah. <laughs> uh, that's when you, Boo, be like, you definitely ain't gonna be prepared. Oh yeah, I'm, no, you're not. I'm getting the fuck on. You gonna know? You gonna know what's happening? And they still gonna tase your ass. <laughs> Who gonna take off running? They gonna tase his big ass. Who gonna have? Who gonna have a ten foot new rag? That nigga, that nigga, Blue gonna be running his goddamn seven two forty. <laughs> I knew this day was coming. That nigga, jumped, he jumped straight through that window. Boom. Uh, uh, down to the, to the first floor. Take out running. Take out running his 724s and shit, bro. They gonna tase your ass, Blue. Blue gonna be the Holocaust, like, I told you niggas it was Blue, coming. I'm gonna tell you what it really is, though. Yeah. Niggas fear thinking about shit like that. Yeah. So it's like um, thinking about whether there's a hell or not, right? Mm-hmm. That's If you really sat down and thought about all the bad shit you've done in life, Right, you wouldn't want it to be a hell. You wouldn't you want. Know, you wouldn't. Want, you wouldn't even want to think about it being a hell. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like that's the same thing with like stuff like that. Is like out of sight, out of mind. Fuck it. Yeah, bro. You know speak, what I'm speaking of that Chicago shit, Blue, can you go to heaven by saying that people that you've seen is in hell? Because because you know we know people. I ain't gonna say no names. We know people that have said that other people was in hell. Can somebody that does that go to heaven? Because the person I'm thinking about said King Von is in hell. And now, we he, both know who that person is. Did he say King Von was in hell? And did he say that we know he's not in heaven? <laughs> that's, that's the difference. <laughs> well, the first time he said it, he said he definitely in hell. But every time after that, he said he definitely ain't in heaven. I mean, what did you got to understand, man? But this person that 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 we both talking about, we both know this person talks about a lot of shit they don't know about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, talk about some, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm pretty sure he he know what he talking about, but uh, this is what I'm gonna say. Was he lying? <laughs> so you can't sit here and tell me. Was that it right though? Is telling the truth wrong? Blue, you beefing hard with the Chirac niggas. Oh, I'm not beefing with them niggas. Trust me. <laughs> do not, not beef with them. Do not put blue <laughs> yo, no blue, yo, no smoke. Blue, yo, no smoke. Do you? I'm not beefing with them niggas. All right? <laughs> But you know, my homeboy moved to Chirac, and this when I first realized, cause don't get me wrong, I always heard of Chirac. I've always heard of how many murders they have a year. But when my homeboy said, when he moved to Chirac, and he said that he was leaving Walmart, and somebody literally got shot and killed right in front of Walmart mm-hmm. over an argument, mm-hmm. brother, I said, that shit is wild. Mm-hmm. You feel me? That's that's all it took, Blue? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that was just the icing on the cake. It was already over with. I already knew what time it was. But so, it's like Slim, are you like trying that. to say Chicago not wild? <sighs> Chicago is a murder capital. Yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy in Chicago, but it's crazy a lot of places. If we compare Chicago murder rate to the murder rate in other countries around the world, you know, it's not even comparable. So, don't get me wrong. It's bad for our country because people view our country as a promised land. Mm-hmm. But overall, it's not... Chirac. 
that was an extreme name to give a place like that when a lot of people got killed in Iraq. Well, this is you gonna understand. Kanye actually came out with a song where he told how many people got killed in, in Iraq and how many people got killed in Chirac. And I can't remember the number, but it wasn't that big of a difference. We can always just look it up. I look it up on the pod all the time. Bro, is there any hope? Is there any hope for the future? Man, what we should have did was drop them niggas off in Chirac. I mean, Iraq. What? So, so they can take it off. <laughs> what we talking about? So they whoa, 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 whoa. Drop who off in Iraq so they can take it over? The niggas from Chirac. <laughs> <laughs> so take the niggas from Chirac, drop them in Iraq, world peace. Blue, what's up with you, bro? What's up with you? Why would you even say that? I'm just coming up with solutions, man. <laughs> just coming up with some solutions. Blue, so you want us to send some niggas. I ain't going to lie, though. Blue, hey, here's the thing, Slim. What we do, we take the niggas out of the prisons in Chirac, Cook County Prison, all the murderers, all the, uh, you know, all the, you know, crazy niggas in Chirac. We take them. We give them a deal. You can sign with the Marines right now and do a tour in Syria or Iraq or Afghanistan or whatever the fuck. And if you come back alive, 10 years off your sentence, 20 years off your sentence. Or you might just be free, depending on what you did. It, it these niggas, on how, these how niggas murder rate high as fuck, nigga. They had 536 on September 1st. Who did? Chicago. 536? Yeah. Damn. On September 1st, nigga. Nigga, we in the second week of October now. So now I got to look up the current number. That's scary as fuck, ain't it, Blue? Yeah, see, and so let me be acting like I be over here just talking, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not even looking up other countries. But other countries is way higher, though, because I think Chicago is like 20-something around the world. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. That's super high. Damn, I should have played this nigga AB. I'm stupid as fuck. Bruh, yeah, shut up with that finish. You are, bro. You ain't play AB? Yeah, <laughs> um, BMF. Blowing Money Fast. Black Mafia Family. Big Meech. Big Meech. You seen it? Nah, I ain't watched it yet. God damn, Big King. I still ain't even got you to- You supposed to be the nigga that seen some Blue, y'all bruh, know you don't even know what the fuck BMF is. Bruh, but um, I was- <laughs> <laughs> I hate being right though, Blue. You don't remember the song Rick Ross came out? I think I'm Big Meech. Oh, Larry Hoover? No, Big Meech. Big Meech. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, Larry Big Hoover. Meech. He trying to figure and finish the song with you. <laughs> he was trying to do a duet and yeah, shit. Yeah, so like Big Meech was like a, a super like um what do we say? They had a crime syndicate pretty much, like crime family. Yeah, Detroit. Yeah, in Detroit. And there was uh, big dope dealers uh, infiltrated the hip hop community. Yeah. Oh, okay. He had his own record label and all kind of shit. Him and his brother. His brother was really the brains, though, wasn't he? Yeah, correct. And Meech was just the face. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So, but yeah, and niggas was multimillionaires. They used to be running the dope in the um in the cars. They had a car business. What was a rental car business or a mm-hmm. taxi business or something? Mm-hmm. And they would run the dope in the cars. It just uh, a full fledged. That was the first time I seen it been done so well. 
like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just kind of like. And they had mansions with a whole bunch of cars and a whole bunch of girls, and they yeah. were shooting vlogs and showing their lifestyles mm-hmm. and recruiting niggas from other cities. Oh yeah, and I know Jeezy used to fuck with them. Right? Young Jeezy used to fuck with them. A lot of niggas was fucking yeah. with them. But yeah, Fifty Cent basically is the executive producer of a show that's titled BMF, and it's supposed to be based off of Big Meech and his brother Lifestyle, mm-hmm. and that shit is trash. He said it, I didn't. But shit's I trash. I haven't seen it yet, but the one thing that Fifty tried to do um, was take uh, Demetrius, what's his name, Latin, Flinnery or something, Flinnery yeah. or something, humanize him. Yeah, he I tried. knew that's where you was going. Yeah, but then he tried to like also take his son, who is not a renowned actor. Yeah, Lil Meech. Yeah, and, and then, that nigga is garbage. And tried to make him the lead of a big show. Like a big production on a big company. Was it on Stars? Yeah, it's on Stars. Yeah, so it's like that's a big company, and it's like, I know you take you take a little bit of risk doing that. You might as well have got Michael B. Jordan, you know, and just yeah. called it a day and said this is gonna be a fucking hit. But he took the he <laughs> wrote B. Jordan. Why you why you <laughs> with the Michael B. Jordan? <laughs> because that's who, bro. Who else they gonna put? That's another thing too. We bro, we grew up with great black actors. We don't have that many now. We got like three. What's up with you, Michael B. Jordan, though? Because all the bitches love Michael B. Jordan. He's like the new Denzel. Oh, Denzel. You remember back in the day, bitches love Denzel? You like Michael B. Jordan, too. He's a handsome man. See? He's a handsome man. You like him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Blue, you better be careful. You better walk a thin line, Mr. Julio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Bro. Boo, give your take on Julio. <laughs> Bro, I just told you when I, I went to, like, like I think, like, right before, right after my senior year in college, I went to the Falcons camp, right? Uh, Nietzsche, I told you I was getting trained by an uncle in college. He took me down to the camp, right? And his name Derek, uh, Derek Grant. But he took me down to the camp, and... That's when I first seen Julio and Roddy White. And like I was telling goddamn Slim, I had never seen humans built like this. <laughs> you feel me? Like, you gotta you gotta understand, bro. Like, like this was like my senior year, so I don't play freaking four years of college. You feel me? I ain't yeah. never seen niggas like this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I was like, bro, these niggas was like, they look like pharaohs amongst men, bro. Like, yeah. they look like Niggas look like real life kings. Yeah. Like no cap. Like, they had great bodies. Bro, chill, bro. <laughs> <laughs> These niggas was, was tall Slim, as fuck, bro. swole as fuck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then they got a mob of people following. Mob of people following. Yeah. You what about their me? skin? How was their skin? Was it glowing? She was <laughs> she was glistening in the sun. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> niggas had dreads and shit, you know what I'm saying? All right, Blue, chill, 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 chill. So, Blue, you don't hear that description? Take that shit kind of wild? Hey, hey. That shit kind of wild, Blue. You really threw me the oop for some head ass shit. You know what I'm saying? You really, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying, though, Blue, like. You threw me the oop for some head ass shit. That shit kind of wild, bro. For real, bro, them niggas was like, I ain't never seen niggas like that before, bro. Yeah. Like, damn, these niggas is really different, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? You thought they was good looking men. Bro, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not talking about how cute the niggas was. I'm talking about the niggas' genetics, bro. I'm talking bro. about how cute the niggas I'm talking was. about the niggas' genetics, bro. I ain't never seen niggas I, like that I before. ain't gonna lie. 
Michael B. Jordan, fine, bro. That's a fine See, man. See, this nigga on some other shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, hey, That's I'm a fine man. Hey, Blue, I'm going to keep it a buck with you. Yeah. Him saying Michael B. Jordan is fine is the same thing you just said about <laughs> Julio and him. I ain't going to lie. I'd, ra- I'd rather you have just said Julio was fine no, than the bro. description but that you just gave. But that, I, that wasn't what I was going for. I, bro, these niggas was like, these niggas was like. You just ain't never seen no nigga like. I ain't never seen a nigga built like a defense yeah. end. That that, run, that like, run the like, fucking four yeah, three, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I feel you on that. Was shit. you admiring their athleticism? Yeah, <laughs> we'll that's keep it. We'll keep it at that. that. Yeah, that's exactly what they was doing to get out. But anyway, moving forward. <laughs> 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 moving forward, yeah, but BM, yeah, man. The acting uh, on BMF has got them really horrible. They bro. Got, I haven't seen episode three yet though. They could have got Michael B. And y'all can argue with me all y'all want to. Name me. Uh, I want a list of five good black actors in this generation that are like our age. Ain't none. I ain't think about that. It's you know Michael what I'm B. Jordan. We grew up. We grew up with a lot. It's like the nigga. We had Denzel, Will Smith. It's Jimmy the nigga Fox, from Good Out. Uh, I like. Jackson. I like the nigga from Get Out. What's his name? Oh yeah, uh, that playing ATL. I know too. What you're talking about nigga from Get Out. Yeah, but that's I like he, he real good. Yeah, he real good. Who else we got? Um, we ain't really... Ain't we ain't really got nobody. nobody. Ain't really no movies coming out, neither. Yeah, ain't really no... It's movies Corona coming out. Shit it's movies coming out, but it's not no black leads who are getting these roles no more. Like, Damn, R.I.P. to Black Panther, too. Black Panther was a yeah, good Yeah, that, that was that nigga Chadwick Bowman. Yeah, he was a good-ass actor, yeah. bro. That's what I'm saying. We ain't got many. Shit, we need to go ahead and get... And that's the weird thing. Is like, they starting to make a whole bunch of... They make a whole ruckus about, oh... We need more black people in Hollywood, but like we really ain't got. You know who we do got though? That's who? up and coming. Who? Blue. <laughs> Let's go ahead and get in our acting bag. You want you, bro? We could start making some hood flicks. Explain to the people about your uh your video debut and how that came about. The people want to know about it. Oh, my music video. Yeah, your music yeah. video. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You was yeah. the I can't. The video, yeah, the video where you was the main model and the girl was grabbing your meat meat. Yeah, that yeah. one. You know how that shit go. Uh, <laughs> nah, we don't know. We not no fine niggas. We don't know. You don't only find nigga on the pod. <laughs> relax, yeah. relax, relax, man. I'm but no, nah, man, I'm you know you, you and Julio Jones. <laughs> relax, man, relax. But no, nah, you know, I got I, I was in my video eviction bag, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't ever call yourself a video mix. I didn't even know you had that joke. bag. That's a joke that I call you. Don't you ever call yourself that. <laughs> Yeah. All right, go ahead. But no, it was it, it was cool, you know what I'm saying? I, I was getting my jig on, you know, doing my thing. It was cool, you know, I had a good time. Your thug dizzle for Yeah, I did my, did, my, did my thug dizzle for sizzle. That's going to be funny right. when you say thug dizzle. On some, real, <laughs> on some real gangster shit. No, that wasn't no gangster shit. That yeah, was some real. Nah, and Blue was in there, he was chilling, man. Yeah. That was some real, chilling. like, you know, some real Drake shit. <laughs> he was, uh, nah, he was in his, uh, his bag. She, man, she just wanted my nigga on the video, bro. Blue, how did you feel when she grabbed your meat meat? Shoot. Were you, was that an uncomfortable situation? We ain't gonna talk about it on, on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> was that an uncomfortable situation? Uh, no, nah, not really. Okay, all right, so you liked it. Oh, yeah, we had a pod before where he said he don't mind women, um, grabbing on him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Damn, Blue, so... That's welcome. Will, will we see you in more music videos in the future? Uh, it's possible. It's possible. Yeah. It's possible. Being, being the fine nigga on the pod, like, I mean... <laughs> more opportunities <laughs> is bound to come. Well, yeah, but... Opportunities. Fine on the pod. <laughs> yeah. More opportunities is bound to come. Opportunities arise at any moment, so you never know. Uh, the sky's the limit, you know what I'm saying? 
John Blue. Blue, I can't, I can't believe you was really a video model. Yeah, John Blue done done it all, bro. Yeah, that's why, that's why niggas gotta vote for me because I'm well rounded. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm gonna give niggas, I'm gonna hit niggas from left, from niggas from right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, tell you, bro. Niggas definitely gotta vote for the franchise player. Definitely. <laughs> The franchise player. <laughs> yeah, when, when did you know he was the franchise player? When I knew? Yeah. Well, shit in high school when they couldn't stop me. I feel you, bro. So. so can we talk about the tattoo now? Like, what made you go get that tattoo? Oh, shit. I just told you, bro. Shit, you know. Tell I, me about the day you got it. Tell me what, what, what was you thinking? I think Tony D when he <laughs> got a tattoo and he said, bro. What did Tony D get? That you know, it's the same. That name is the same name, bro. The name that you said when we were talking about yesterday, it's the same name, bro. I just thought about it. Tony D told me that uh, this nigga named such and such uh, gave me a tattoo, and then uh, it's my Joker. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, yeah. And he said nigga named Joker gave me a tattoo. I said, I right, bet. Goddamn shit, I'm trying to get me one too. And I just went down there the next day, and you know what I'm saying. Well, I got this one first though. I got this one first. Oh, you got two tattoos, blue. I got two tattoos. What that tattoo say? It's uh, it's some prayer hands. Rest in peace, Phoebe. That's my grandmother. I did not know Blue was tatted up. Yeah, I'm inked up. <laughs> <laughs> Blue said he inked All right. up. All right, so you got that tattoo in memory of your grandmother. I want to talk about the other tattoo. Blue? Yeah. Funny as hell. Shit, you know, like I said, uh, they told me they was getting tats. I was like, shoot, I'm going to get one too. And then I ain't going to lie, the nigga kind of gassed me up because I went down there and because like I said, I was going to get me a football tat because can't nobody stop me, so... Yeah. Of course, let me get a football. You was in high tag. school. Yeah, I was in high school, and then and then uh, at first I was like, man, you know I ain't gonna get it. And then they gas me. He said, man, you get this shit, man. Look, that shit hard. You know, how they, you know how they put a little, the little stick, the little stick mm-hmm. on there and yeah. show you how that shit hard. Get that shit. So you know I would have got that shit. <laughs> so that's how it happened, man. Yeah. So how you felt the day you got it though? I felt good. You was in the club with your shirt off and shit. No, nah, I started going to the club. They was shooting too much. <laughs> Blue, you a scary ass nigga. God Cause damn, I don't wanna die. You see the <laughs> niggas, bro? I ain't no, bro. Hey, bro, was shoot, bro. My first time going to a club, the, the, the bullet hit a window by me, bro. You understand, bro? Hey, but they you almost know, took Blueski the fuck hey, out of here. You know what it be, Blue? Yeah, a man who not a man of God has no fear of losing his life. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, them type niggas, they just don't. Don't yeah. be calling me names. You know Facts. Yeah, Facts. Facts. I'm a man of God, bro. Facts. I'm a man of God. That's yeah, why. Yeah, we man of God, bro. bro. You know how many people... Uh, I care about my life. Facts. You know how many people I heard about, like, how many peers I heard about dying at parties growing up, bro? Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Bro, so... You walked into a tattoo shop and said, let me get a big-ass football <laughs> on, my, on my bicep. With some stars around it. That's a franchise player. Yeah. Franchise player. And you were 17 years old. Yeah. So now, John right Blue, now. are you 30? You yeah. about to be 31? Yeah. In a couple of day, a couple of days? Yeah. Um, Franchise player. How you feel about that tattoo today? Shoot, honestly, I don't, I don't really care. Ain't no big deal. Slim, he one of them type niggas too. He ain't never had a tat, so it's like. Oh, you ain't got no ink, bro? No, nah, my body a temple. <laughs> He got that shit. That's some gay shit. <laughs> <laughs> bruh. Hey, bro. If you see, and that's the difference between men and women. Like, bro, if you invite a whole bunch of niggas into a temple, 
And they ain't that bitch shooting dice and thugging and drinking Hennessy and crit walking and shit. That bitch ain't a temple no more, nigga. Yeah. That bitch a motherfucking, that bitch a motherfucking goddamn community center. Yeah, really. So you keep the niggas out. So that's why I ain't got no tats. You got this shit. <laughs> I'm just bullshitting. Now, Big King, he think he a tribal nigga, so he got a whole bunch of tribal tats and shit. No, nah, I just got, I just got shit I got down. You got compasses and shit. I got, fuck, I fuck with. Shit I fuck with. Everything means something to me. See, when the world ends, my nigga prepared. We just gotta look at this nigga arm. <laughs> you know what I'm what? He got he's a compass on his he's arm. He's talking about a compass. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? We're going that right. way, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, Blue. <laughs> so, what about that head ass Trey Burn he got on the other arm? Trey Burn, what's that? This shit. You know Trey Burn, the shit that Bloods get? Oh, that's what it is? Uh oh. You, you ain't know my nigga was so woke, Blue. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, oh, I, nah, I'm not. Not gang affiliated. Nope. <laughs> tell tell Blue how you got that tray burn. Tell him. Drunk as fuck. Doing some dumb shit. Tell him what you did, because that was the funniest day ever. I forgot. I really forgot. I'll tell the story. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so we all was in our apartment. We were just kicking and having a good time. And that nigga Big King got down. Somebody was smoking like a black and mild or some shit. And oh, we was in Domo crib. We weren't at our apartment. We was in Domo apartment. And somebody was smoking like a black amount or some shit. And Big King, they had sat that shit down and went to go piss or some shit. And Big King grabbed that bitch and he just started dabbing at his arm. And it smelled like straight burning human flesh in the whole fucking room. And he just kept doing that shit. And he did that shit for like an hour. And he had that fucking burn. The fuck is wrong with you? I was a troubled kid. Very troubled. (laughs) (laughs) He was not a kid. That nigga was like 22. (laughs) Yeah, I still a kid though. But at the end of the day... I did a lot of dumb shit. I don't. I don't even think about none of that, bro. I got a. I'm. A, I got a whole new life now. That's the thing. Like people, when they, when I, it's weird. You ever meet people, or not meet, but like run into people that you knew in the past, and they yeah, think every the, day. they think you're the same that person that you was back then. Blue, what I told you the other day, I said I hate when people tell old stories about me because they mm-hmm. make me sound like a fucking animal. Yeah. So let me tell the story yeah. so I can. Say my good stuff. And, <laughs> and I got a lot of people. Make you sound like a, I got a lot of close. <laughs> I got a lot of people that I grew up with, close friends that hate, like hate on me. You know what I'm saying? And don't realize that we was just fucking kids. That type of shit gets on my nerves too, because it's like, grow the fuck up. Yeah. You still hating about some shit that happened when we were fucking eight years it old. Depends. Oh yeah. What you did though? Nothing. Nothing serious. Like nigga, everybody like. Everybody, like, you might pick on a kid for being the stupid kid or the fat kid or <laughs> yeah, or yeah, anything. Yeah, like, yeah, it could be anything, but y'all yeah. were fucking 10 years old. But, yeah. but Some kids that sticks with, especially like Yeah, girl. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, it, it be stick with motherfuckers. Yeah. But, yeah. what about when you the ugly kid that ain't really got that much friends, but you finally got a girlfriend that you really love, then a nigga like Big King come and fuck her? Ooh, shit. I don't even know why. Why is this a subject right now? <laughs> I'm saying though, you don't think you don't think he should hate you? No, that's stupid. We were fucking <laughs> 15. Damn. Who, give, who gives fuck a fuck? These, I ain't gonna lie. I'm trying to put myself in the shoes. You know what? Nah. That's what I'm saying, Blue. That shit's so petty. Hey, hey. Hey, you should have told a nigga. Get used to it, nigga. Your <laughs> 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 bitch gonna be getting fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Blue, you fucked up, bro. 
Yeah, bro. <laughs> I got a lot of bro. The thing is, nowadays, that's why I don't. This why I don't let people. Uh, I don't have a social media. This is the biggest reason why I don't have a social media. That nigga ops. <laughs> because Big King got ops. Man, Big King ain't got no ops. I was just playing. Me and Big King got ops. We both got. Yeah, ops, I got man. ops, bro. I got people. Who, I got people who pray that I'll never be anything. That's yeah. what I'll say. Yeah. And that's why I keep my lifestyle and what I'm doing in life completely concealed so they don't know how the fuck I'm bossing up on them and how I'm shitting on them in life. And I keep everything under wraps. You know what I'm saying? That's why I don't let nobody follow me no more. Because, bro, like, people put demons on you, bro. Like, niggas seeing you doing stuff and people put demons on you, bro. Like, they really don't want you to be successful. And that's why I tell Slim all the time, Slim be hanging around goddamn frenemies all the fucking time. Slim got a hell of frenemies. Niggas that hate them but be around them. And I'm like, bro, you be putting demons on yourself, bro. That shit just, that negative energy, but he he not a believer in like spirits and stuff like that and demons and evil and all that type of shit. I believe in shit like that. Yeah. What you know do you, what I'm saying? Because well, I know about one of his frenemies. Do, do you think that he earned that frenemy though? Because I, I don't know how yeah, it all started. Yeah, uh, the thing about him is he, Slim is a very passionate shit talker. Yeah. And his shit talking what people got to realize, if you can separate the shit talking from who he actually is, yeah, it's he's actually a good person. It's two different niggas. It's two different people. Yeah, it be fucking me up sometimes. Yeah, but he likes he likes to have a fucking good old time and yeah. roast niggas. Yeah. And that's, yeah. Just what, that's what the fuck So with does. this friend me, do you think he earned that friend me though? Yeah, he did. So Definitely. you can't really blame that friend me. Nah. <laughs> you can't. You can't, but you can You can blame. You really can blame both of the asses. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. they fucking retarded. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, y'all got that super shit. I ain't <laughs> earned no frenemies. A nigga who I got them been helping out his whole fucking life should not be my frenemy, should not be hanging out with niggas who don't like me, should not be doing none of that goddamn stupid shit that he be but doing. The, but the, the thing and is- And he definitely shouldn't be trying to fuck every bitch I fuck. <laughs> You're right. And, I, and I'm not saying that you're wrong with anything you said, but what did you do to that person? That's what you gotta Absolutely ask nothing. Nothing, nothing. It's hard to believe that, Slim. <laughs> See, here's the thing. We like we say, we in a we in a we in a generation where words are weapons. Yeah. You might not actually physically done anything to him or And he has, but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but but you said some fucked up shit. And that's what that's what builds those demons, and that's why people put that shit on. They pray that you'll never succeed. Yeah. They pray that they pray on your downfall. Yeah. They love to see you down. Yeah. And to me, that's one thing. Like, bro, that's why people don't, bro. I, that's why I don't have none of that shit. I don't want nobody knowing how I move. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Because yeah. I got, bro, I got life to live. I got a family and shit, bro. You got kids. Yeah, come on, bro. Yeah, for sure. I ain't got time for that shit. Y'all niggas praying on me to fucking fail and. Uh, praying that everything I do ends in failure. Like, come on, bro. Like, I just don't have time for that shit. Yeah. yeah. What's something See, I understand is you can't be treating uh certain people like that that bitch that you don't really appreciate. Yeah. That bitch that got down, you be beating her ass. Mm-hmm. You know what? what? Saying? You put your wife beat on and you start beating the bitch ass. <laughs> don't she, nobody be beating no bitch ass. I'm not saying you do. I'm just giving you an example. You no, know I'm saying that's a horrible example. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> you using a horrible one. So like, after you get done beating her ass, you got damn, you know, you go get her some chocolates, some Waffle House. You know what I'm saying? Some you, chocolates and some Waffle House. You know. Get, get. Bro, that's all ratchet ass. <laughs> what I was about to say. All ratchet ass relationship. Bro, so, so you beat a bitch up and go bring us a Waffle House? What oh, the fuck? I get, give us some jewelry, you know what I'm saying? Something, give us some jewelry. Something, basically, basically, 
You beat the bit, you beat the, you beat the bit down, and then you got them. You go back and say, "I love you, baby." And you do all the other shit. I ain't gonna do it no more. It's really the same thing. You feel me? Yeah. Except it's not your bitch. It's your homie. You feel me? I feel. You. I feel. Yeah, bro. Um. Yeah, man. That's why I ain't got friends now, man. Friends I grew up with, niggas head ass be on some bullshit, and my new friends, uh, you and Big King. Y'all niggas want to do sober October with me, so <laughs> I'm just out this bitch by myself, no friends. No, nah, you we you doing it. Shit. You said you ain't doing it. We yeah, doing no, this no, shit. No, 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 it's it, it's over with. That 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 heartbreak that I just experienced was worse than when I caught my my best friend and my girlfriend kissing when I was in sixth grade. <laughs> Damn, that was worse, bro. You got that shit. What y'all niggas did to me is unforgettable. Oh, especially I, you, Big King. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie. I'm gonna keep it a what buck. I did, bro. I'm gonna keep it a buck. Blue. Blue is like that side bitch that you really don't give a fuck about. So like, <laughs> so like watching Blue fuck up so by October, it's like whatever. It's like, Shawty, I been knew you was fucking. I don't give a fuck. Bro, I had a good, I had a good <laughs> week, bro. Blue said, what the fuck is wrong with this? I had a good week, bro, and I was like, bro. But Big King, you doing it is like, is like my main bitch sucking my best friend dick. That's a little gay, but I get it. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying not to picture that. But, <laughs> but uh <laughs> that's just so motherfucking gross. <laughs> God damn. But Big King, yeah, you definitely you definitely did uh you disappointed me also, man. Blue! Yes, thank you, Blue. Blue. I, I thought you was gonna be the one to do this shit, bro. Blue. I thought you was gonna be getting on our ass. Yeah. Blue. Yeah. So you ain't been blowing Doty <laughs> and sipping bullshit all week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but why the fuck? See, here's the thing, bro. Because we knew that was going to happen. <laughs> we knew that was going to happen. Yeah, Look, Slim. Yeah. You missed that shit. <laughs> he said, he said we knew that shit was going to happen with him. Yeah. <laughs> but you be hey, king? Nah. Y'all got to stop. Nah, hell no. Nah. I'm a human, bro. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> and I said that in the group chat. I said, I just hold Bikini to a higher standard than I held Blue. Because <laughs> I knew Blue was participating when he asked me, can you drink during sober October? And then he told, <laughs> this nigga Blue looked me in my face and cracked open a wine cooler and said, oh, I'm drinking. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was over. Like, it just didn't matter. Bro, the thing is, like, I told you I'm cranking, I'm cranking back up Monday. I know y'all niggas might be done or whatever. I, I'm doing this more of a lot for a lifestyle change. I was just into a lot of bullshit. Well, can we both agree though? You you already failed. Yeah, why not? You, you haven't okay. failed. Now we, you failed. We, we haven't given up. Blue, you didn't fail though, because you didn't even fucking participate. You didn't start. <laughs> you didn't do anything. I'm starting today. Uh, yeah, all right. As in. Uh, Blue. Two hours before we hey, started this pod. Before, <laughs> <laughs> you know before we get off, bro, before we get off, and yeah. Blue, you don't have to participate in this conversation that I'm about to bring up. Why the fuck do niggas like smoking that mid so much? The mid pack? Why bro, do they I, like honestly, it? bro, I don't know. I, I'm be real with you, bro. If I'm still on the midget 2021, bro, I'm checking myself in the rehab. Blue gonna be in rehab. <laughs> 2021 is 2021 right now. Oh, see what I'm saying? <laughs> I might gotta check myself in sooner, man. You mean 2022? <laughs> I might gotta check myself in sooner. Hey, yeah, bro. Yeah. Niggas gotta get off the mid pack, bro. Yeah, the midget, bro. <laughs> hey, I got blue collar that shit mid pack now. <laughs> 
Bro, she done be brainwashing me. I'm, talk, I'm starting to call it med pack. I be calling certain people trash ass niggas. You know, I ain't never, I ain't, I ain't never heard, I ain't never caught nobody no never, trash ass niggas. Trash ass niggas. Oh, bum ass nigga. You know what I'm, I'm sorry, bro. Some niggas just be bummy, bro. And it be some niggas with money, and they be bummy ass niggas too. Like, yeah. bro, niggas be thinking just because they got money that they not no trash ass nigga. Yeah. Nah, bro, your mindset is trash as fuck. Like, Nigga, you wake up every Friday and go buy the fucking Jordans and fucking, um, and you ain't got no trust fund for your kids, no saving bonds, no, no, no nothing. Mm -hmm. But you got the Jordans, your kids got the Jordans. That shit is, that's, that's trash ass nigga behavior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just cause you a six figure nigga don't mean you ain't a trash ass nigga. Yeah. You a trash ass nigga with money. I'm sorry, bro. Some people just be trash, bro. I can't call them trash ass niggas, blue. I'm not. I'm just. I'm just letting you know what the fuck going on. I be using yeah. your lingo and shit. Cause that shit, nigga. I don't care. I don't care what nobody say. That shit is real detrimental to our community. Wasting what? money on fucking joints and not trying to goddamn better your family. Yeah, but you know why they do it though, man. That shit got to come to an end though. It's not though. It's not gonna come to an end because of female. What they call that shit? How pergamy. I'm gonna tell you. We just got done talking about Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Dave Chappelle. Once said that if a man could get it, could live in a cardboard box and get a woman, he would. And so the Jordans, the the cars, everything that men like, all the all the unnecessary consumer goods are just to attract women. Ooh, Professor Bluesky, fuck Doctor Umar. Y'all subscribe to Professor Bluesky. For real though, on God, like nigga, everything we do is for women. For they the hoes, blue. Hmm? For the hoes. It's all for the hoes. <laughs> See, subscribe to my nigga Blue Shit, man. That's all we got for today, man. Unless y'all niggas got something else y'all really need to talk about. No conspiracy theories, Blue. We done. We retired, um, bro. Man, I hope my nigga Deontay Wilder pick himself back up, bro. He yeah. good, man. That man rich as fuck, man. Tell yeah, that shit yeah, that, yeah but shit it's like that. that pride, bro. Like You know you never going to beat this giant-ass white man. <laughs> he's gonna keep beating the shit out you every <laughs> fucking show. <laughs> so in closing, in closing, get well soon, Deontay Wilder. Yes. And free Robert Kelly. Yeah. I don't know about that one. I ain't gonna lie, bro. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie, bro. <laughs> free R. Kelly, bro. No. Free Robert Kelly, bro. Hey. Free R. Kelly, bro. No. Hell bro, like hey, when you get bro, let me let me let me read this shit I read. This one I said. <laughs> let me read the shit, read read. shit I read. Hurry up, Blue. We only got two minutes, man. Free R. Kelly, though, man. Blue, I told you yesterday, man, one of my little sweethearts, man. We made love to the 12-play album, man. You know what I'm saying? R. Kelly got a lot of, you know. A lot of bangers out there? Yeah, bro. A lot of love making went down to R. Kelly shit, man, that people ain't never going to forget, dog. Blue, you wouldn't understand because you're not a music-type nigga, bro. Blue, yeah. you don't fuck the music, do you? It depends, man. It depends on uh, the situation. Like, like if I'm really trying to do the thug dizzle, then you know <laughs> I, I, I I I put on some uh you know I put on I be putting on that goddamn that Franco. I've been thinking about you. <laughs> you know what I'm I be putting that on. That's yeah. gonna go. Say to, it one more hey, time. Hey. How the song go? 
I've been thinking about you. <laughs> and then you put the little, you put the red light into in your room, so yeah. the whole room be red. You be like, <laughs> what's up with y'all niggas in that red light, bro? Hey, yeah. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you, bro. What's up with that shit? That, I ain't gonna lie, that red light shit. That's some extra freaky nigga shit. <laughs> yeah, I've never been. I don't on. like that shit. That's that's extra freaky nigga type shit. I'm not. I ain't got to that level yet. I remember I used to have this young girl, and she used to have a little light panels like. And her ceiling and shit. Yeah. She's always turning on them freaky ass lights. Yeah. And I never got it. I was like, this shit, some extra freaky shit. Another thing, too, man, y'all, uh, you know, before we get up out, man, like, y'all pray. Pray for one of my homeboys, man. He going through it right now, bro. You know, just pray that you not him. Yeah. <laughs> that, too. That, hey, too. I'm going to keep it a butt with you, Big King. Yeah, man. Don't ever bring that shit up on the pod because that's going to be the greatest. The greatest goddamn content ever. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. We really gonna blow, bro. But the niggas don't know. That's like, bro. Niggas would swear I'm lying if I told them this was my real life and this is like I tell niggas. Like niggas don't understand. These are people we know. Yeah. They right. they would think this let's is just, a TV show. Let's or just something. break it down like this because me and Blue got into a very good debate last night. Yeah. Which which scenario is worse? Your girl coming up to you telling her that she been getting piped down. By one of y'all mutual friends, mm-hmm. or your girl coming up to you and tell you that this baby you've been taking care of for two years is not yours. After you already got a kid, you already got a family. So basically, you know, your how sister. how close is the friend? It's not like close, like me and you close. Nah, this is just a mutual friend. Oh, so I'd rather do the the friend thing because a baby not mine. Like I, I invest a lot into a child. You okay. know what I'm saying? So blue, I think you won that argument. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. My my stance is pretty firm. What the your girl coming up to you telling you that y'all been in a polygamous re- relationship the whole time you've been faithful is way worse than <laughs> <laughs> the baby. Yeah, and then on top of that, just a nigga with this goddamn this big strong pipe. Mm-hmm. Telling you how to deal with him piping. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hey, hold on. That fighting word right there. Yeah. You ain't finna tell me yeah. how I should handle you fucking my bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, no. God damn, bro. No, hell no. <laughs> that was fighting word. You feel me? Yeah. Straight bro. up. We can't, nah. But nah, the, uh, your girl telling you that the baby ain't church shit, though, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't. I didn't think how dramatic that shit was until Blue was talking about it last night, and I could see the passion in Blue face, and I was like, "Damn, that shit is kind of sad." Yeah, bro. Ain't no counter, bro. It's, like that shit serious. Like I said, it, especially if y'all already got a family, because mm-hmm. you got to realize y'all. That's it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Your family is broken up. You feel me? Yeah. Like, you don't got down. And you didn't invested all that emotions into yeah, that child. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's a lot. And then not only that, you gonna have to deal with that for the rest of your life. You yeah. gonna have to deal with it for the rest of your life. And not only your family gonna have to deal with it for the rest of their life, and and your child is gonna have your child, your seed is gonna have to deal with that for the rest of his life. You know what I'm saying? So it just like if it's a it's a girl just out here cheating, bro. Like a lot of niggas getting cheated on anyway. You know what I'm saying? So if it's Ooh, a girl, you here got cheating, a wild theory with that. The thing what you is, think the percentage of niggas uh, who who uh, bitches cheating on them is? What you think the percentage? If I was to guess, I would say about sixty percent. Oh, that's not that bad. That's more than half. The thing is, bro, um, men kind of have this whole, we're going to see in the, in these next few coming years as women get a little bit more like uh, spotlight on the type shit they do. Like everybody knows, everybody's okay with saying men ain't shit. But I'm, I'm ready for the world to start understanding that women are human too. 
They do a lot of shiesty shit. They take advantage of a lot of situations that, you know, that sometimes, like, here's the thing. I One thing I noticed about my, my girl is when we first started dating, the more I was on her nuts, the, the less she liked me. You know what I'm saying? And the less I was on her nuts and, like, treated her just like a normal bitch, she, the more she liked me. You know what I'm saying? I don't understand. Like, the more you nah, on a girl, you. you know what I'm saying? The more you own a girl, the less they like you. Yeah, yeah, the, the more attention you, the more you, you give them. Attention you give them oh, the more yeah, you chase yeah, them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got The more you, you chase them, the less they like you. The the less you chase them, the more they like you. Yes, yeah, it's backwards. It's weird as hell. But yeah. um, And I've seen a lot of people get, just get taken advantage of. Because they, because they really like a girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Cause that's we, the worst. Yeah, because you, you, you really like her. Yeah. Because you really like her, you're trying to go out your way and do certain things. And that's for gonna her. make things worse for you. Exactly. It's kind of yeah. like, damn, this, this is a, a fucked up situation to you deal. Damn, with. You damned if you do, and you damned if you don't. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked yeah. up. But that's the world we live in, bro. I don't know why girls like that. But um, yeah. But that's all. I don't. I ain't really got much else to say about it. But man, pray for my homeboy, man. Yeah, pray. Really, you just gotta pray that he got down. Grow some balls. Yeah, man. that's all. Grow some balls. Because like I that's said, all, it, he ain't got no. If you ain't got no kids with her, yeah, and she just getting piped down, bro, just go get your new girlfriend and just hope that she not. That I'm saying, down. blue, it ain't that hard, right? Yeah, I ain't gonna. He probably need to go. Goddamn, go. go uh, you know, Doctor Miami. They say he be doing. Shit for dudes, you know what I'm saying? Help him out with his. <laughs> he need to go to Doctor Miami. You feel me? Get what? <laughs> he got to go, go to Doctor Miami. Get, get a bigger Mimi. Get that extendo. You know what I'm <laughs> get the extendo. Boot that out, Cause uh, I'm just saying. Yeah. Cause then, here's the thing. Honestly, though, if yeah. if he had the pipe of God, no. <laughs> if he had that that super duper pipe, dragging it. Yeah, he probably, probably less have, niggas be hitting. Yeah, he probably wouldn't have that problem. You know yeah, you're right, bro. Less niggas, niggas yeah. still be hitting it, but less niggas. You think so? Niggas still be hitting it. But like, if you just you that nigga in the bedroom and she knows she not gonna find unless she, yeah, yeah, unless she got that unless he got that super. If he got the super the super weak pipe game, then that's probably all it is. Yeah, your pipe yeah. game is super weak, and she know that she got to deal with this for the rest of her life. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Mm-hmm. But if 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 your pipe game just struggling a little bit, mm-hmm. then Dr. Miami might be able to help you out. I never thought to tell him too. Like I never yeah. asked him like, bro, how's your pipe game? I yeah. should ask him that. Yeah. Cause that might be like. Don't ask a nigga hey, how hey, his pipe hey, game hey, is. Don't ask him. Ask her. <laughs> oh man. Nah, but you know when you laying at Woodwood, and then you know when you're not. You know what I'm saying? No, no. You don't. I mean, you don't. I mean, you. Everybody think they laying at fucking wood, bro. Everybody thinks so. Every, come you're on, right. Bro. You're right, Blue. Blue, right. Only the girl. Gonna be, only the girl. No, really, you. if you lay in that wood, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Infinite, ain't no nigga in the world from the scene say, yeah, I don't be laying that pipe. Have you ever heard a nigga say that? Mm-mm, you right. Yeah. You right about that shit. Yeah, man, I'm finally killing in fantasy, too, so we can get the fuck off of here because I'm in a good mood. Fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, man, another episode of Sit Down with Slim, man. Um, hey, everybody get well, man. Everybody pray for R. Kelly, man. Uh, free Palestine, uh, free we, JK, we, uh, free time R. Out, Kelly. Time out, time out, time out. What? We're not freeing R. Kelly. We're freeing R. Kelly and we out. <laughs> Damn, Blue. Fuck R. Kelly, man. Nah, bro. You I seen some charges, bro. I seen some charges, bro. Him, 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 him selling pussy and him fucking <laughs> bitches. I can deal with that. But the other, some of the other shit I seen, I can't handle that shit.